you know, they're going to completely nigger up this month, right? <laughs> you thought I wasn't coming in like that. <laughs> they're going to completely nigger up this month. And shout out to all the black people because, you know, that's how we're going to do it. Yeah, man, we got to. They only give us 28 days. We are post George Floyd. Yeah. We are post 2020 pandemic. Um, yep. <clears throat> we are in the midst or we're past the entire BLL, uh, BLM movement. Uh, but we're in the, the Gen Z 2023-ish age. Yeah. Oh, they're going to do this up. As they should. Huh? <laughs> As they should. I want us to be completely educated on things, but... Nah, yeah, we shouldn't go about it the wrong way. They're going to have, like, Black History Month Wendy's meals. Oh, shit. You know how it's going to be. Yeah, I hope not. You don't think Wendy's going to do anything? KFC is going to do it for sure. Oh, Popeye's. Popeye's for sure. Oh, my gosh. 25% off sandwiches? <laughs> If they go to if they go to doing deals on them sandwiches, it's up there. I'm back in line. I'm back two for one in the most. On me, on me. That's the only drugs I really sold yep. because those were drugs. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the new crack. Is it? Yes, sir. We're gonna have new crack coming out soon. I just I uh, never mind. Let's just wait to get to the pot. <laughs> that's crazy saying we got new new crack coming out. And not explaining it. But episode 209, is it 209? 209, man. All right, the Rising Ground Podcast. Let's go ahead and get to it. Rising Ground Podcast, man. We're back. The greatest of all time. We in the building. Almost didn't make it this week, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. No, we got snowed in, but I got out. We got out. We hiding for you. Niggas didn't appreciate Patrick, uh, Project Pat when he was out. Not at all. All the members of the really? I keep a band, bro, though, and I'm a Nah, but if Project Pat would have came out in 2021, 22, he'd be a star. If I could, I we here, man. Episode two of nine. We're not going to stay too much into the music. Let's go ahead and get into this pod shit. It's episode 209 of the Rise and Grind podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. We're here in the building. It's Thursday. It's snowing. Man, rain, it's crazy. sweet snow, man. We here. Yeah, man. Um, I told Kari on my way here that it, it almost didn't happen. Facts, <clears throat> facts, facts. I was, uh, I was prepared, really. Um, yeah, you're close to the studio. No, no, no. I'm saying I was prepared not to pod type shit. Oh, really? I shouldn't even been here then. <laughs> like I had mentally because we talked the day before, um, so mentally I was already prepared. Like schedule, I was like, all right, if we don't pod, I'm gonna do this. If we do pod, I'm gonna do this. But uh, yeah, man, Texas got hit with another winter damn storm. I told y'all February. I know it happened January 31st, but I told y'all February is the month. You got to watch out for it. Every year it happens. I was going to say, ever since 2019 or 20, whenever they changed the fucking weather machine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and we started getting snow in California. We started getting <laughs> a lot of ice and snow in Texas. Yep. That's when you know shit was starting to change. But 
every year since probably 2019, it's done something for the winter around mm-hmm. these parts, except for maybe maybe 2020. Um, but when 2021, that's when the big the big storm hit, when right. all the the power grids went down. Right. Um, and from here on, 2022, something happened. 2023, something happened. Um, kids are out of school, making noise outside my goddamn house. <laughs> but likewise, I've because I work in schools, I've been snowed out uh, or snowed in, should we say? I worked Monday. I've been out Tuesday. I've been out Wednesday, and I'm out today. I love it. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. It's it feels wow. good to be in that school system type shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you can just wake up, check the website. They're telling you you don't have school anymore. You can get back on your Xbox and shit. <laughs> I've been like a 13-year-old for this entire week, Corey. Man, that shit is not fair. I'm not even going to lie to you because my ass been at work. Corey, you say that it's not fair, but for the last four years, you've been working from home. <laughs> Niggas been going into office. Niggas been waking up, years. crack of dawn, putting on dress casual type shit just to please niggas we don't give a fuck about. Yeah, you get yeah. to wake up. Uh, if you have a meeting, you can wear a button up and nothing under it. Um, shit. I don't even think I'd be having on hoodies most of the time. Only time I've ever dressed up is when I've had interviews. Yeah, I've heard. I've even heard stories of niggas that work from home that they were wearing a button up on top and then got Shirts. caught jacking off right under it. <laughs> Facts. No. Yeah, people have lost their job. Like women was twerking and shit. Daryl, your dicks. <laughs> Daryl, your camera's on. <laughs> your camera's on. You're stroking your dick in front of everybody, dude. Yeah, I remember somebody did get fired like from a big company for something like that, bro. Uh, but yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> no, no, let's just let's just stop it for a moment. Imagine you had the really fine coworker, I mean, and you're that sick because we're not that sick. But uh you decided today was the day mm-hmm. and you thought nobody was going to see you and you thought that your range of motion for the camera was was great that mm-hmm. you were you were handling business under that table just just amazing mm-hmm. and then one of your coworkers goes Jakari, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> imagine no, imagine, Dog, imagine yeah. if you are furiously like Imagine if it takes you five minutes to do this. Right. You're three and a half minutes in this shit. So I'm almost at climax. Oh my god! Right, you're to right. the point where, like, even if you wanted to stop, you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. And and then my name gets called. <laughs> um, I would shit on myself, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I would shit. Oh, it's a shit porno. Oh, bro. This is uh, two girls, one cup. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> one nigga, one nigga, no job. <laughs> one nigga, one Zoom, no job. Facts, bro. Uh, nah, but. <clears throat> like I said, bro, uh, it has been almost four years. That's crazy. It's been, it's been going on three. I ain't gonna say four, but uh, you got job privilege. Like you, you're like white privilege. <laughs> job privilege. Yeah. So like you've been working from home this entire time, crying about a couple of niggas that they get a couple of days off of, of going yeah, to just, office. Just because like y'all, when y'all at home, y'all don't have to do shit. Yeah. When we break, we break. You know what I'm saying? Like I be at home, I have to work still. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool. Like I'm, I'm blessed, whatever. But uh. I just said I'm jealous just because y'all ain't got to do shit, but um, y'all going to have to make them days up, you think, towards I the end think, of the year? I think we got two days that were already allocated right, for, right. but this Thursday, today, that we're missing, that has to be made up. See? So I've been out Tuesday, Wednesday. Today will have to be one of those days they'll add on to the, the school year, or they're going to make them come in on a Saturday and, and do a certain amount of hours. Ooh. See, you so, remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did that shit like once. There right? was one time, because uh, our eighth grade year, we snowed out an entire week, or yeah. it was some shit like we went in Monday. <laughs> yes, sir. We were out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 
And we ended up having to come in, I think, 8 a.m. to 12 noon on a Saturday. On a Saturday or some shit. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and I also just remember when we were snowed in, bro. That's when we was on the Xbox. It was literally just like <laughs> I explained. Yeah, yeah. It would be a situation like you wake up, you're having fun with the bros, you're on Xbox all fucking day until mom or dad tells you, hey, it's time to eat. It's time to do something else. Mm-hmm. And you just have to get off. But even when you're done, you go right back to it. You get online, you might check your phone, you might get on your computer, something like that. iPads weren't way too big that uh, back then. <clears throat> Neither were tablets. So you got on your computer or your smartphone. You oh, checked. You had the- to watch the news, shit. Yes. <laughs> the school news was usually like running under the bottom. bottom yeah. They tell you which schools were out. You check and see yours. Oh, we got another day right back to that Xbox type shit. Yeah, I remember by like Wednesday, we really just stopped checking. Oh, yeah, it was over. Yeah, we were just like, all right, man, we, we know we're going to be locked in this whole week. Uh, but outside of that, man, like what you been up to, bro? Like since you've been at the crib, like what's been going on? I've been doing more cooking than I've ever done in my entire life. Okay. There's never been a point in time where three days have gone by. I've made three home cooked meals every single every single day. So breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner. All of that is homemade. No TV dinners. Okay. No stovetop type shit. Uh, I'm really from scratch making shit. Um, I see recently you got like a new stove. Right? Oh, is that man. why? That oh, shit my. look presidential too. No, I ain't gonna no. lie to you, bro. That whole clean. That stove yeah, that is fire. fucking amazing. That I'm fire. fortunate enough to be one of the people that still has gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate having gas. The shit, it heats up super duper quick. Like when you use burners um, that are implanted into the the skillet or into the stovetop mm-hmm. or ones that work by electricity. They take its time to burn and kind of warm up. If I turn that grill on and set it on high, it's going to be grilling on high or the stovetop is going to be on high in 15 right. seconds. Right. Um, but the new stove is just fucking amazing. I've it's never hard. had five burners. I got a big ass one in the middle, four on the, the side like a regular one. But um, I can't really explain the physical setup of it, you've seen it, but yeah, that whole clean though. That shit is clean. Stainless steel. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> looks looks fucking amazing. Yeah, it's fire. But I was talking on my Instagram. That might have been where you uh where you saw it. A lot of niggas at our age, <clears throat> we're still kind of young. Uh-huh. They get excited about different shit. You might have got the new PlayStation. That's an excitement. You might have got a new Xbox. That's an excitement. You might have cop the designer. You might have cop some new shoes. You might have cop the new belt. I'm excited over this fucking skillet I just got. Yeah, man. That's because uh, you're growing up, dog. Yeah, man. It's the stove that's really, it's really getting me these days. Yeah. And it wasn't, wasn't cheap. Wasn't no, of cheap. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> that's, that's why I say that whole presidential. A di- that's a designer-ass stove. Yeah. Um, Nigga, Biden and them don't even got that stove. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, no cap. For real. No cap, because he don't make that much. For real. Nah, I'm just you know playing. what I'm saying. Like, you rich rolling. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been doing a lot of cooking on that shit lately. The only thing yeah. that I don't like doing is my dishes. So I, I need a bitch or a butler. Bitch or a butler. <laughs> <laughs> to consistently do these fucking dishes. Facts. But uh what's what's a meal that you uh that you made? Anything new or what's been hidden? Uh I made black and chicken and yellow rice yesterday. Hold on, nigga. Yeah, man. Like this nigga showing out. We doing we doing things a little bit different, man. Okay, okay. Bro. Um but I figured out how to make the eggs just like Waffle House. Mm. Oh my god! You may never go back. I'm, I'm out of a 12 pack of eggs, Corey. How much it hit you for? Oh, no. <laughs> y'all remember? I stole it, Corey. <laughs> oh, 
We were in that period of time, Car. Yes. My fault, I'm, look, you're making me do this in front of everybody. I stole the eggs, everybody. My bad, man. I stole the eggs. Look. If I would have known, I wouldn't even ask. Well, you got me admitting to <laughs> breaking commandments and shit. <laughs> yes, guys. Times, not times, times aren't that tough. I, I didn't need to steal the eggs. But you stole them. It's to the point where, like, you're looking at the price, and I'm like, they're not paying $18 for this 12 count of fucking eggs. Facts, though. We're going to swipe some Kool Aid under it. Facts, facts, facts. But you know, uh, they cracking down. I know Walmart. <laughs> they record you every time you swipe that bitch, and they, they know now. It'll replay your bitch ass. <laughs> yes. If you, if you don't scan it, bro, I'm like, damn. The thing is, that's, that's what it is if you don't scan it. I've gotten really swifty. All you have to do, like I said, is scan something under it oh. and don't show it. Yeah. It's looking just like you scanned it. It's going to go right over. But the thing that you want to do is you want to put it in the fucking, uh, <laughs> you want to put it in your, your in the, bag. In the bag because it weighs it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What you don't want is unexpected item in the bagging area. Yeah, yeah. Then the bitch is coming over here. She has to validate <laughs> your fucking shopping cart. Right. Then she goes, oh, my gosh. What's this $18 <laughs> pack of fucking eggs doing in here that you did not pay for? Because it looks like 20 cent Kool-Aid that you got sitting in here. Mm, mm. Now you're going to jail. Facts. Uh, yeah, but if, if y'all didn't know the game on the bags, where the bags are, it's a scale. You know? It's definitely a scale. So you got you to gotta sit that shit down so it away. But even with the... Uh, so I, I say this since we snitching. Um, <laughs> when it comes to fruit and veggies, um, you know, it weighs it on that as well. Oh, he's, he's giving the game up. Nigga... Never let it sit on the scale. Well, I'll be just, pulling just, just I'll be holding it. Holding that yeah, I hold the bag, bro. Oh my but god! But now be like twenty cent. Apples be like thirty five cents. I'm like, yeah. I know that because the first time I actually did it, bro, I put some lemons <laughs> down. Oh my god, those, ain't cheap. those heavy ass oh lemons. I paid almost three dollars for those lemons. The next time, yeah. you kind of just <laughs> just, hold you the just bag. You know, just pull up a little bit. Yeah. It feel a little bit of the weight, but it don't yeah. feel the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It come in maybe about like a tenth of a pound. <laughs> yeah, you got bro. your sixty cent lemons. You know what I'm saying? Like life gives you lemons. You make sixty cent lemons, nigga. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> Life gives you lemons. Life gives you lemons. That's funny, dog. You make 60 cent lemons, nigga. Good talk, man. But uh, yeah, no, all in all, I've been doing a lot of cooking. Mm-hmm. I've ran out of movies and television to watch. It's crazy. It's to the point where I'm looking up. If you've ever seen Watch Mojo on YouTube, they do the best like top 10 conspiracy, top 10 foods of the 19, blah, blah, blah. Top. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that at this point. Your ass is bored. I'm bored, Corey. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's because I, I was still playing 2K21 because I, I had refused to get the new ones because they're all the same. Right. Uh, maybe they shut the cir- uh, the servers down for 2K21 recently. Probably. <laughs> Kick your ass off the game. Nigga, I can't even use my <laughs> MyPlayer anymore. Online you, or just period? You have to be online to use MyPlayer these wow. days, Kari. Oh, okay. If you click MyPlayer on 2K21, it'll say must be online. When I tried to connect to the server, servers down type yeah, shit they're yeah. making me get the new game so i've been sitting at home doing nothing i tried to gta this niggas want to kill me all the time like <laughs> i haven't played it so long that i ain't up my money on these heists yeah, yeah, yeah. niggas are doing things flying cars guns <laughs> guns out on. of the flying cars niggas <laughs> shooting me out of planes and helicopters niggas are jumping out of the helicopter somehow shooting me perfectly nigga <laughs> before before they splat hit the <laughs> you can't take it bro oh my god these new niggas are something different yeah it's out of your league at this point man that's, I, why, that's why i don't play the game I've been trying to get the uh, the Warzone. Like it's just been downloading different. Mm-hmm. I'm an old nigga now. It seems like we are, dog. A 16 year old nigga would have had me right. Pause. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <sighs> Bro, you be doing it to yourself. I, don't, I mean, like setting the like the stuff up. There you go. No, nah, but I shouldn't have to do that. I mean, you do it to yourself. But it's y'all's brains. I'll let you make it, bro. It ain't that big of a deal. I know what you mean. So I can say a 16-year-old nigga got me right? No. <laughs> you should be more specific. Okay. But sometimes I'll be like, bro, it's cool. You know. If a 16-year-old nigga no, gets you right? No, 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 no. Or some other shit that I you was, I was like, nigga, that's not cool. Nah, that's never cool. That's never cool, man. <laughs> you said it, though. I didn't mean it. <clears throat> <clears throat> Nevertheless, it's been a slow week. It's been fun because I've been out of work. Right, right, right. How is your week going, Cardi? Because you're not out of work. Haven't been out of work. Been working every single day, like I said. Uh, shit sounds miserable. Fucking miserable because uh, I ain't been able to go to the gym, nigga, and that shit really oh. be like killing me, bro. Like I swear, like I ain't I ain't worked out all week. You ain't been doing nothing at home, like since you stole my dumbbells and shit, bitch. <laughs> you left them. Oh, is that what it is, Corey? You left them. I'm sorry, I didn't want to pick up those dumbbells in the middle of my already long ass move. Yeah, yeah, you left them, bro. But yeah, I got the I got the dumbbells. I got a little resistance, man. Kari uh, stole my fucking dumbbells. Nah, never that, never that. I used to live with Kari. He uh-huh. stole my fucking dumbbells. The thing is, Kari got really, really into working out. Kari, when I moved in with Kari, Kari was not as jacked as he is now. Pause. <laughs> but um, Kari got into his workout groove when we moved in together. And it was one of those things where I think he came in my room and saw that I had dumbbells, requested to use my dumbbells, never saw the dumbbells never again. Brought them back. Never had those fucking dumbbells again. <laughs> the thing is, I got like the six pack ab thing, but as long as I have that, yeah. I feel the need, like I feel no need to work out. But that's terrible. I need to start working out. Mm-hmm. So I really just had that under there for the look. Maybe sometimes like when I, I had something to do. Give me some some push ups, some sit ups, and yeah. do a couple of curls. So then my shit on swole before Shorty come over, shit oh, yeah. like that. Of course, that's that's another life hack for you niggas. Oh my gosh, bro! Before y'all go out on a date, bro, just get some push ups in, get a couple curls in, get bro. maybe like a hundred push ups in. Like, come on, um, life hack, man. If you if you go into a gym with a Shorty, get you like a hundred sit ups in already. So by the time that shirt uh, comes off, like, oh my god. Peak abs. Yeah, Peak six pack. Washboard. Oh my! You ever seen uh, Brennan's brother from Step Brothers? <laughs> you, could, you could lather that shit up with kills, nigga. Right, bro. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, on to your week again. Yeah, bro. I, like I said, I, I ain't been able to leave the crib. Ain't hit the gym. Um, but I have been able to just relax a little bit, bro. Just because I've been in the crib. But I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting a little cabin fever just because. I ain't been able to leave, nigga. Like, that shit really be frustrating. Even though I work from home, but, like, going to the gym is my interaction. Of course, that's when I get out. I'll go get groceries, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Weekend, we'll do whatever. Pod, even though the, the studio is at the crib, I still have an interaction. Like, I have to get up and move around. You know what I'm saying? We in, we in the room and shit. But, yeah, nigga, I got cabin fever a little bit from just these last couple of days. I'm not going to lie. I did, which was why I had no problem risking my life to come out here to the studio. Sheesh. Literally... I've been inside for so long, even though it's only been a few days or a couple at this point, yeah. that I've been like, you know what? Fuck it. I know there's ice on the road. I know we could easily cancel this pod and just blame it on the ice and we could have stayed home and relaxed, whatever. But I had been in. And I'm like, nah, I got to get the fuck out. It doesn't matter how far I make it. I told I told Kari, though, uh, on my way here, I was like, yo, if I swerve once. I'm going the fuck home. It's not worth my life. <laughs> you niggas will get episode 209 at some point. Right. 
but I made it all the way over here. Now, yeah. what I am a little afraid of is I don't think it stopped raining since I've came in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that drive home gonna be a bitch. I ain't gonna lie to you, but. Oh, we're gonna make sure my cutie get home safe man but uh outside of that like i said just been working bro staying in the crib i'm gonna try to uh get some some working out in bro just because i need to just for like my mental space but that's why i was saying just because um i haven't been going to the gym i've been able to sleep in so nigga i've been sleeping in till damn near the time i gotta clock in every day so oh I'm, yeah and you you damn near you getting to work pretty late these days yeah nigga i don't start work till like damn near noon that's I start, crazy i start working at 10 o'clock oh lucky you not really. I mean, it's not it's, lucky. Yeah, it's cool, but like at the same time, it'd be like I've gotten adjusted to it now because it's been like three months. But with me, nigga, I wake up at five in the morning, so I'm up with five hours before work. But that's super good because you get to exchange that. Most people have the issue that when I get off work, ah, the day's over type yeah. shit. But you get up so early, the push like the portion of the day that you think is over, you have that at the beginning. Right. Right. Uh, it's just my nights. I don't be having my nights most of the time, and I just be up type shit. So, it's a it's a give and take, bro. But it's cool. Hopefully, I'll be able to go back to like my normal schedule that I've always been used to one day. But we'll see. How long do you think is that gonna take? Uh, probably another couple months. Just because when I when I took the new role, like I had to take that time for like the the coverage they said for you know my role type shit. So. Like I said before, my new team, once they get acclimated a few more months, you know what I'm saying, they just got into their new role. So probably by, I would say, maybe March, April, I should be able to get back to like my normal like 7 to 4, 8 to 5, whatever type of shit. No, that 7 to 4 is crazy. I love that shit these days. Man, that's all I ever had, bro. 7 to 4 is the best schedule. We grew up on that in school. A lot of people grew up on that in school. So it's it's just ideal to have it back. Yeah, it's just yeah. something you've always been used to. And even though it's early... You've done it your whole life, so you can kind of get into the groove of it easier, mm -hmm. like or easily, should yeah. I say? Facts, facts. <clears throat> Do you have any more about your week you wanted to get into? That was it, man. We could go ahead and jump into these topics. Uh, we don't have music, but we do have an intro. This is about hip hop, or mm -hmm. yeah, hip hop. We saw this on social media. I think Instagram. A post came by and said, "What hip hop album means the most to you?" Yeah, this is a great question. I have a few. I was gonna say, hopefully, you had more than one because. Yeah, yeah. I can't pick just one. Yeah, I can never just pick one. Uh, but off the top of my head, of course, I, I got to say J. Cole, Born Center. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. That's just 2013, like we said before. Uh, we, I told you just like how the impact of what it did for Cole's career. But just for my life, bro, um, I was like 16, 17 years old at this time. Really finding out who I was in the world, finding myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm still 15. Damn. Was it 15? No, you were 16 probably. I was 16. I, I, it was June 2013. 2013, so I was still 15. Yeah, you were 16. I had just turned 16, that yeah. January type shit. But, uh, but yeah, man, just 16. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was a fucking teenager. What a fucking year, yeah. An adolescent, man. An adolescent. <laughs> For real, though. I oh, three a, adolescents? Yeah, man. Got to. <laughs> 13 adolescents? <laughs> ah. 97 adolescents. Headass. Uh, but another one that comes to mind, man, 50 Cent the Massacre. Easily. Okay. Easily. Um, Good Kid, Mad City. That's another one, bro. Like that one, that was our sophomore year of high school. Yep. Just remember uh, where I was when that shit came out. We told y'all, you know, that's probably one of the best albums that's come out in the last decade. Um, so yeah, just off the top of my head, those those are some. I probably can think of some more, bro. But what's some for you though that mean the most to you? <clears throat> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna kind of go in a timely order. Okay. 
8701 by Usher. That's probably the first album that really meant something to me to the point where, of course, the crown and achievement is um, Confessions. His biggest album is Confessions, the R&B album that sits at the top, top 10 all time type shit is Confessions. But 8701 is my favorite album by Usher. It really started for me, my love for him. I thought of him as Michael. It's because of that. I was four when it came out. Yeah. He was really starting to start his peak type shit. Um, you Remind Me, things like that are on that album. And he became the biggest thing I had ever known from a young age. So he was always like Michael Jackson to me to where it carried on. Everything Usher did was the biggest thing in the fucking world to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Moving on. Let's see. I don't want to say drop out because I wasn't around in 04 to to take in that information the way that it should have been. That was some shit from for when I was older. But um the Carter 3. I was going to say that. 2008. Yeah, that was the type shit where I hear a lot of grown-ups say there are certain albums or certain pieces of literature or movies or TV shows that they had to sneak away to listen to that when they were watching Richard Pryor and they knew they weren't supposed to be, they had to sneak down in the basement and watch the shit when they were watching Def Comedy Jam and they knew that they weren't supposed to, they had to turn the, the shit down. I had to to download this shit off LimeWire on the slide. When I downloaded it off of LimeWire, I had to immediately delete it from LimeWire so my people wouldn't see that I was downloading this shit. This was the first taste of some of the dirtiest fucking music I had ever heard. Uh, I had never said, suck a pussy, fuck a pussy. Leave it there. I don't care. Don't even care. <laughs> that, I put that line in one of my very first raps. Okay. Type shit. To the point where I can remember it. Uh, it just it just meant a lot for me. Um, I got a lot of my style in 6th to 7th grade from the Carter 3. The way I talked, the way I cussed came from, of course, my family, but... Wayne, some of the shit that he was saying. Of course. I didn't even know what the fuck he was saying. I was saying it. Move on. <clears throat> that was 08. Let's go straight to 11. Rolling Papers. Rolling Papers was mind you fucking mental. Not only because my last name is Taylor, and I swore I was the Taylor of Taylor Gang, nigga. <laughs> um, his fashion. We didn't even smoke weed yet, but his imprint on the weed culture and the shit that we wanted to do but was scared to do. Um the way he dressed, uh, I already said fashion, but the rap, the hits, Black and Yellow, um, there's just a million tracks on that fucking album. Roll Up, The Race. Yup. <clears throat> yeah, I just, I don't have it out right now. Um, on my level, shit like that. Jesus. Yeah, it was an album full of bangers uh, coming right off of fucking Cushion Orange Juice. Oof. Yeah, that's that's amazing. What a run. A stay in 2011 because- I just talked about it in 08, how that might be one of the best by Wayne. My favorite album by Wayne is the Carter Four. I'm not saying the best, not by any stretch of the imagination. Wayne's best albums, albums, not mixtapes. Wayne's best albums are Carter Two and Carter Three. But there's something about 2011. We had transitioned from eighth to ninth grade. We're freshmen in high school. I can I can hear a lot of this warming up for basketball games. This is when we were playing our beats. We thought we were the shit with our slides on. Before. Mm-hmm. Certain niggas didn't have 
Adidas slides when they were warming up and men went over to the bench and put their shoes on before the game started. We thought we was the shit warming up in slides. We played AAU on the side. We thought we were the shit because we played AAU. Yeah. We had our beats on. We When ninth grade came, we had Nike warm-ups. We thought we were the shit. Yeah. All I was playing in there was Take Care and Carter Four. Yeah. Some of the best fucking music. She will... Um, nightmares from the bottom, abortion, blunt blowing, blunt blowing, John, um, the six intros, foot, six foot? foot, seven foot, Jesus, and another album just stacked full of fucking hits. Yeah, I'm glad you really broke it down like that because you talked about that era that year. We thought we were the shit. It was a lot of that. That's when our personality really started to form. Our our ego kicked yeah, in that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night from seventh seventh grade. When it when it comes to our school, a lot of people operate kindergarten through fifth grade, then sixth through eighth, then ninth through twelfth. Mm-hmm. We were kindergarten through sixth, so we started middle school at a new school our seventh grade year. We were we were the little kids the seventh grade year. The savvies, yeah, the savvies, <laughs> <laughs> seventh heaven. Uh, but when we got to eighth grade, that was when we we kind of started to to feel out who we were, right. who we wanted to be friends with. What styles we matched with, um, what was funny to us, what wasn't funny to us, mm-hmm. to the point where ninth grade we were starting to hone in on that. We were, we were starting to realize, oh, people like us, we're the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like ninth grade was the year we f- we started to smell a little bit of our shit. Yeah, man. Um. So yeah, we started to bask in it. The G Shock watches came out. The beats came out. Niggas nuts dropped. Niggas that's nuts started was, to drop. Man. Yeah, that's all they were. Um, so. and it, it, <laughs> we were feeling the music a lot. Everything that yeah. Wayne was saying and that shit, we was feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep going. Let's stay in 2011. We were the shit. We were feeling like we were the shit, but we're also freshmen at this point. We feeling the beginning of our our teenage emotions. We right in the midst of this. Drake drops. Take care. Oh my goodness. Take care. You bastard. I hate say I hate it because it's this one, but I honestly might think this is my number one. Drake? Uh, yeah, Drake might be the number one most impactful album to me, uh, Take Care. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm not sure. So I wanna keep going on. We moved to 2012. Good kid Mad City comes. I think a kid may have to take it. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. A kid I know. may have to take it, bro. From Sheesh. from the lyricism, stories to the hits, the stories. There were some stories, some interludes in there that I can say made me who I am. Mm-hmm. Just everything about that album was perfect. I, I I haven't heard an album so perfect from another person since. Period. I really can't say I have. No, me neither. Um, it made up a lot of who I am today. Good kid, Mad City. Let's keep rolling on. Nothing was the same. 2013. I think this was both an album. Uh, I think this was an album that both me and Kari really can still say, I remember where I was when I bought this. Mm-hmm. I remember where it was when I, I popped, and I popped it in, where I, I pressed play on track one. I remember the moment. Um, I remember the day after or the the morning like the morning after I heard it full length coming back to school. I remember that. I remember the the songs that me and my bitch liked together. Sheesh. 
Yeah. Oh, you thought <laughs> oh, you thought I was gonna come in with me and my girl, my darling. No, I'm not with her. Me and my bitch, nigga. Lovely lady. Uh <laughs> my lovely lady. Get the fuck out of here with that fucking Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney. The girl is mine. Respectful ass bullshit. Me and my bitch, and all she want to do is hear me say some fly shit, nigga. <clears throat> Damn. But nothing was the same. That kind of did the same thing for me that 2011's Take Care did. Moving on again. Uh, <clears throat> get home safe or get home safely. Um, that's 2013 as well. Born Center. You got to put that in there. I have a lot, but I'm rounding it off. My last one or last two. 2016 to Pimple Butterfly. This came out 2015. My apologies. Um, and it was our senior year in high school. There's some tracks on here that are just as important to me as half the tracks on Good Kid, Mad City. Um, Mama, Mama Said, um, Wesley's Theory, mm-hmm. a lot a lot of those. And the last one, 2016, The Life of Pablo. Oh, of course. I should have known you was going to put that one on there. The Life of Pablo. Yeah, Kari... Kari it wasn't you weren't that huge on the life of Pablo, but you watched me go through that fucking era. Of course. Oh, that was a fucking That was a time, man. That was a time to be alive. That was a time for real. And it was a fucking era. The father stretched my hands. Um The listening party. The at, listening party at Madison Garden. Square Garden. Yeah. Highlights. Um Fuck Kanye. I'm trying to think about everything. The beef with Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> KK. The entire Kardashian family there. He sold MSG out in five minutes. The Pablo shirts, the the fashion, the gear at that time. The famous video with Donald Trump and Taylor Swift and all them people naked in the bed. Mm. Um, Damn, it's a lot. There was a lot to think about. Yeah. Uh, and a monumental moment. Kanye's life, a monumental moment as me, an 18-year-old, my first year out of the house on my own, my freshman year in college. Everybody has one of those. Now, let me let me ask that. What album do you cling to the most that reminds you of, damn, this was my first time on my own? Because that's that's what... First time on my own? That's what... Um, What was I... Well, oh, fuck. The Life of Pablo does mm-hmm. that for me. And Love is Rage 2 by Lil Uzi Vert does that for me. Mine will probably have to be What a Time to Be Alive. Okay. Yeah, just because that came out our freshman year in college. And then maybe also Views, because that came out 2016 as well. Mm, the views, views would probably be a good one. Um, it's a few more I want to just go back and add though as well because you mentioned your first one was Usher R&B yes <clears throat> so my first R&B that I can just remember like that really started my love for R&B was Jamie Foxx Unpredictable album 2005 mm, fuck bro that's like one of the greatest albums that's ever came that was out. huge that was ever. huge ever still to this day like I can listen to that shit from start to finish right now like um what an amazing project, bro. But 05 through 09 was an amazing era for JB Fox in general. Yeah, man. Um, and then oh, really 03 through 09 type shit. Killing it. But uh some some cold soda mixtapes, of course, bro. Like I remember the first time I heard Warm Up and Friday Night Lights. Of course, I can Sheesh. I can always mention that. Uh that was like 2010. Blue Slide Park. Blue Slide Park. Yeah, amazing. Go, yeah, I'll go back, but go on. <clears throat> and then one more, man. So I wanted to go back to like our seventh, eighth, ninth grade. I can't really remember, but uh Two Change True Religion mixtape. Absolutely. <laughs> That's another one where I just feel like my personality, my style, my swag, the way I talk, the way I curse. Like, I got that shit from Two Chains. There are some that are just small, so we're not thinking about it, but mm-hmm. it reminded me just as we said it. I said Blue Slide Park by Mac Miller. Right. 
2011, the mixtape Juice by Soldier Boy. Holy shit. There's certain things that might not have done it for everybody. We were influenced heavily yeah. by that mixtape. It's only right that we do the part, bro. Music, without music, I don't even know what my childhood and my entire life would be like. I don't know what I would be like yeah. without music or my <laughs> musical influences. Uh, like, literally, everything. I hate to say I would be nothing. <laughs> but I mean, shit, what would I be, bro? Because literally, like, the stories that we tell. I would it, just be a child of God. <laughs> Jesus is king. Uh, Jesus is king. <laughs> but, bro, everything that we talk about, like, our entire lives, our style. Um, the way we talk, the way we walk, bro, it's all been heavily influenced by several music music artists. You know what I'm saying? Damn near solely influenced. So I don't know what I would be like without this shit. Holy shit. Um, the albums that I just had down were 8701, Rolling Papers, Carter Four, Good Kid, Pimp a Butterfly, Take Care, and Nothing Was the Same. If you strip those albums from the culture, I don't even know what I would be. I would be all Kanye West, and that's dangerous. Yeah, that's that's sick. <laughs> that's fucking dangerous. Yeah. And see, I didn't even make a list. I was really just firing off the dome. So if I really like made a list. I made these five minutes before the pod started. See, I should have, too. That's my fault. But, but yeah, man. I can't think of no more, but I just I had to say Jamie Foxx though. Like I said, that that started my R and B love. Uh, Two Chains, the J Cole mixtapes, of course. Um, From what you can see, guys, and we like I said, we missed a lot. Yeah. We missed a bunch. We were tremendously influenced by the blog era. Everything that we said basically <laughs> was blog era, except for um, the Usher. <clears throat> Jamie. Carter three, yeah. Jamie, but everything we said was heading into the blog mm -hmm. era, uh, especially that Carter three type shit. But if yeah. you hit two thousand and nine, you're blog era. Of course, you're the blog era. <clears throat> Anything two thousand nine through, I'd say thirteen. But uh, wow, we were so influenced by that. We got to get that back. What are you gonna do with the video? We got the vlog era going. <laughs> the vlog era. The vlog <laughs> That's era. That's the era we in now. But nah, man, the music don't even hit like that no more, man. It doesn't. <laughs> we talked about that last pod, right. specific reasons why. But if we keep getting niggas like we talked about last pod, like the Tory making his music, mm -hmm. the Yachty making his music, this person over there, the the female rap scene can just keep doing what the fuck they doing because they killing every lady over there making their own different sound. They killing that. Mm -hmm. But uh. Fellas, we got to change. <clears throat> but are we ready to get into the actual contents of the pod? Let's do it. We don't have any new music coming out. I think we got some songs, but we'll talk about that on Monday, actually, uh, when they're out and we reviewed them already. Beyonce. I think that's the closest thing to music <laughs> dropping or music-esque things dropping that, that we have to talk about. Yeah. Her Renaissance tour has been announced. She announced that yesterday. Wednesday the 1st? Yep. Or was that the 2nd? The 1st? I've been inside so long that I'm starting <laughs> to lose track of the days. So Wednesday, February the 1st, yeah. shout out Black History Month. We'll get into that too. Uh, Beyonce announced her Renaissance tour. Yeah, man. This is a world tour, guys. Yeah. World tour. It's going to be way bigger than that fucking Dubai show she did too. Uh, yeah, man. She's doing stadiums, bro. Is she really? Nigga, what's she I mean, I, I kind of expect Beyonce to do stadiums. Bro. She's not going to do clubs. When she comes here, she'll be in Dallas, Texas, September 21st at the AT&T Stadium. I was going to say, she's probably going to do the AT&T Stadium. She's too big for the AAC. Yeah, man. This this is crazy, though, um, because if you remember, I believe it's Break My Soul. She told everybody to quit their jobs, and now it's like, how can we afford <laughs> these tickets, Beyonce? 
No, no, you're right. And you launch it on the very first day of Black History Month. You got to sell pussy ass for tickets. <laughs> for real. No, like, like, y'all think I'm kidding. No, Jakari might have busted a laugh from that. You got to sell pussy ass for these tickets. Yeah, them hoes not going to be cheap. The price hasn't even gone out yet, and that's an indicator. I'm going to let you guys know for a general admission ticket, standing, standing. you might pay $300. Yeah, at a minimum. And then if you're trying to get front row, bro, it's going to be a thousand a pop minimum. How do we think? Wait, what? The front row? Oh, front yeah. row? Oh, yeah. No. Keep it 100, Corey. Two. We were looking at that Taylor Swift shit. Yeah. Niggas was paying like $16,000 for front row seats. <laughs> <laughs> for Taylor Swift. That's crazy. I wanted to start to compare this for a second. Okay. Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Because we saw that entire debacle, how things went with her tour uh, and the purchasing tickets part, mm-hmm. do we think things are going to be completely different to avoid the Taylor Swift type error because, or Taylor Swift type error? Because Beyonce is the type that she'll shut the pages down too. Uh, yeah, Ticketmaster. I know they tried to do like something. They called it the waiting lines. <clears throat> yeah, you can register to be what they call a verified fan, and basically, I guess that gives you like early access. That way. But it still doesn't guarantee you a ticket, right? I really don't know. It says register for a chance to buy Beyonce tickets. Register for a chance. A chance. Uh, register for a very to be a verified fan is quick and easy. Registration is now open all the way till February 9th. So um, I think they're going to try to do it where it doesn't, where they don't have such a huge debacle. Because last time with Taylor Swift's tickets, they had a waiting room. <clears throat> right. We actually had to get inside of the waiting room, which those were starting to crash. And things would happen like you'd have 10 hours inside of the waiting room and then you'd get down to 12 seconds, refresh, site crash. Shit gone. And now you have to get back <laughs> in line or, or shit like that happens. Yeah. And by the time that you get back in line, they're all sold out. People uh, getting to the last page, putting in their information, hitting submit, <laughs> and that shit crash. Dude, that's insane. Yep. That's the type of shit where you got to have your iPhone, your tablet. Your computer, computer, your TV that's hooked up to the internet as well. All of them on the site Everything. clicking at the exact same time. So you got to make sure you got five different chances. Yeah. So like I said, I don't think it'll be as bad as the Taylor Swift situation because they're trying something new at first for the early access. But for just the general admission, because you have to just let the, the shit go live at a certain point. That shit is going to crash, bro. It's Beyonce. Like, it's Beyonce. It's going to crash. But the thing is, like... I need to figure out like how much bandwidth is worth what. Man, we we tried to before. What is bandwidth? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Shit made up. Can't you just like open up more bandwidth? You should. But they act like they can't. It's gonna be tens of millions of people accessing this website at one time, bro. Like you have to be prepared for that shit. I just feel like there's there's gotta be a way where it's like, okay, I know everybody can't buy tickets, but you have to let everybody at least have a chance. And ladies and gentlemen. I am truly asking a question. This is not any type of disrespect. I have to put this disclaimer on it before I say anything. I am truly asking. Are Beyonce shows this good? Like, are they that lit? So I I hear. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Because I remember my mom and my sister Channing, they had tickets to the last Beyonce tour. They had tickets to... On the runs, they've they've gone to at least three or four Beyonce and Jay Z concerts, and I've always missed them. I I don't have any want to go 
I love Beyonce, but I'm not paying $400 for somebody that's not my favorite artist. Like, if I'm going to spend that much money, I'm going to see Kanye West and I'm sitting close. Facts. But uh, did you ever ask them how was the experience? Yeah, but they're so fucking big of Beyonce fans that, of course, they're (laughs) going to say it's amazing every time. I need somebody like (laughs) Charlemagne the God to go (laughs) and then review it because he's going to be honest with you. He'll tell you that, like, Yeezus, that he didn't like Yeezus, but he loved the show. Uh, okay. So like, I need a nigga that's gonna be completely honest about what's going on. Even though I like Jesus, if the show is amazing, I need somebody that's truly gonna tell me and just not be biased because of their fan, like their fan base right. type shit. Makes sense. And then all I've ever known is um, I've just read hella blogs about her shows, and uh, everybody just says it's great. She's one of the best performers, so called. You know. Okay. Um. So that's why I've always said like I feel like I need to see. Beyonce Maybe I do need to see Beyonce But bro I'm not gonna be Fucking around with these Renaissance tickets nigga Uh Absolutely not (laughs) Y'all got that I love Beyonce But I'm not even gonna try that I have a mental ballpark There's two different things That are stopping me It's number one That's like going inside Of Best Buy In the early 2000s When a new Microsoft Or a new iPhone came out (laughs) You're 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 going to get trampled over. Chaos. You might not walk out with what you even went in there for. Yeah. The second thing is I have a mental ballpark on the price. The prices have not even released yet, like me and Kari both said. I have a mental ballpark on it, and I'm thinking, like I said, general admission standing is going to be at least $300 to $400. Easy. I want a seat. I am 25, nigga. I'm not a mosh pit nigga. I don't even think mosh pit goes on at Beyonce concerts. I need a seat. And I'm not I'm not paying three hundred to four hundred dollars for a standing seat. I think the seating is probably going to cost six to seven hundred dollars. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Mom, Channing, y'all have a fucking ball if y'all decide to go Facts. record it. Facts, Even though man. we're getting to the days that I'm sure Beyonce be like, put your phone in this in this here pouch. <laughs> in this here pouch. No, nah, at concerts, just too many people in there. Bro. No, yeah, I know, and they want the bitch lit up. Put your lighters in the air. It's gonna be about fifty, sixty thousand. People at that hub, bro. At the she probably cracked more than that. Yeah, cause they, you can get cause, shit. You can, cause Bad Bunny had like a hundred. I was gonna say you can get a hundred to a hundred seventy probably in there. She gonna get. She gonna have a hundred thousand people in that hub. And this is at every single state. Obviously, they don't, every stadium doesn't hold that. But she's doing the new Ram shit two nights in a row, bro. She, like, and she's this doing crazy. this around the world, the world not just bro. the country. The world, Craig. No, I was just say, not just the city. <laughs> not the city, Craig. The world. Not just the city, man. The world. But yeah, it starts. Uh, she actually going to start in May. And it's going to continue all the way through the end of September, bro. So she's going to go crazy. You got to take your hat off to them, them lizards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. If you got me, you got me, man. I'm not explaining. I'm no, not. It's it just a joke, guys. Yeah, but. Don't shout, come get us. Shout out to her, though, man. Look how she look on that goddamn horse. Chameleon. <laughs> she is shape shifting right there. Absolutely, uh, Komodo dragon. <laughs> Imagine Beyonce being a fuck. Never mind. Never mind. Y'all won't get me. You won't. You won't get me. <laughs> None of you niggas will get me. Komodo dragon, man. Oh man. Shout out Beyonce, man. No, shout out, shout out all them. Does Jay Z make an appearance? At one of them shows for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now that that I will, I might pull my money back out for that next on the run. If I know Jay Z's gonna be there too, mm-hmm. I might pull my shit back out. Pause. There you go. I know. I know. I didn't even mean to. I walked right into it. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but let's go ahead and move on. Or, or unless you have more on Beyonce. No, we good. All right, let's get out of here. And let's get into Lotto. Lotto's been a talk of the town this week. Mm-hmm. I guess over the past week, a couple of fans noticed that Lotto was wearing the same pair of underwear, mm-hmm. the same pair of panties in two different photos. You know how these celebrities are. They on some type shit that's like, I can never wear it twice. God damn. But some are very modest. They're just like us. And they're like, you know what? This shit is going to get worn again. So just like any other regular person, Lotto was seen in the same underwear that she might have worn maybe a month ago because that's how underwear work. They're mm-hmm. meant for more than one use. Of course. But you know how celebrities are. As soon as they, or the fans are, I should have said, as soon as they saw that, the entire social media started to clown her like she's just dirty, even though this is twice we've seen these pair of underwear. Like, damn. Which makes everybody dirty, if that's how <laughs> right. dirtiness works. A lot of was like, damn, oh no, it's the panty police. No cap. <laughs> but panty police. she decided to, to find a fun way to give into the peer pressure. She put the same pair of panties that they had seen on social media up for auction on eBay. Not thinking that it would really do anything, Corey. What the fuck is wrong with niggas, Corey? Uh, niggas are disgusting. So like you mentioned, she put it up on eBay, started the bid at 99 cents, and it reached... 90000 $90,000, man, for a pair of worn panties. Uh, yeah, let me just let me just get into this. Yeah, it says over the weekend, a social media troll called out Lotto for wearing a pair of cheetah print panties on two different occasions. Can't afford new panties, they said on Twitter. It didn't take long before she caught wind of it and said, oh, no, like you said, panty police from there. She put it on eBay. She said, in light of my panty discrepancy yesterday, I've decided to give you guys an inside look on my panty drawer. And then she did an entire video. And then she said that she got it for five dollars at Target or whatever. Um she sold them for 99 cents. They just started to go up and up and up. More than 100 people bid on this, Corey. Got all the way up to $90,000 for one pair of underwear that, to our knowledge, have only been worn twice. <laughs> to our knowledge. Yeah, the, the actual uh, final price was $95,650. It got so bad that eBay had to actually step in and pull the pair of panties from the website saying that, eBay is committed to maintaining safe and vibrant community by ensuring goods sold on our platform will comply with our policies, including our health and hygiene standards. Mm. So uh, they were uh, it says listings that include used underwear are prohibited under our used clothing policy. So maybe a shirt, maybe a pair of pants, some sneakers. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, the panties. Was it like Drake's hair or some shit? Somebody tried to sell on that one time. Yes, like a bag of air. I was gonna say no. Do you remember the the? It was a bag of air of Kanye's. It was from a Kanye concert, Jesus concert. Yeah, yeah. A bag of air went for sixty thousand dollars on eBay. (laughs) Like, bro, are we crazy? Uh, Um, this is outside of music, but there's a nigga on eBay that he sells bags of air from from different years. Oh yeah, in different like places. I've seen somebody like. Mountains and shit around the world. Oh, then that's a little different. Uh, I haven't seen that one. It might be the same guy. Maybe. But yeah, I've seen him selling like a 2001 bag of air. Like, oh, it smells like 2001. Like, oh, you you might smell those towers. Those crispy ass burning towers. <laughs> those bacon ass, crispy burning ass towers uh, with all those people and Pete Davidson's dad inside of it. Oh my God. I know. 
Bro, I'm, I am black as night. <laughs> I, I am pitch black. My my Ooh, fucking comedy is blue. Sheesh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, I know. Heath Ledger, Dad. Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Overdose. Heath Ledger. Yeah. yeah Overkill. <laughs> <laughs> Overdose. <laughs> yeah, you're sick, man. You need oh, help. Hell no. Nah. You need help, hell man. Nah, bro. <laughs> Not giving me that title after what you just said. I'm sorry, man. But um, like I said, they they were able to pull that. But it's it's the nasty fucks that really got me. Okay. Uh, it says right here, fans quipped all over social media about Lotto's cheetah panties. This one is probably the dirtiest. It says, if they don't smell like booty, I don't want them, Lotto. <laughs> no, at some point this has got to stop. This is nasty, man. We live in the year 2023, and it seems like over the years people have just gotten sicker and sicker and man, sicker, and to the point man. where nobody gives a fuck. This was somebody with a profile picture, Corey. Like, right. their profile picture up. Okay, okay. Uh, another person added, scratch and sniff. <laughs> That's nasty. If y'all see my bed, keep scrolling. Don't judge me. <laughs> this is the last one. Not even 30 minutes and all the bids are almost to 1,000. Lotto got a new side hustle. You can't keep this type of shit up. Yeah, you can't do that, man. Um, It's nasty. She could sell this, though. Yeah, man, I was going to say, like, women really have life easy sometimes, man. Men can't do shit like that. There's no women out there trying to buy our dirty-ass boxers. They don't want our boxers. Nah, some niggas can do this. Hell nah, dog. Niggas ain't. Drake's draw self for way more than this. It'll probably be some men buying them hoes while we That's... talking. <laughs> See, look, you tried to trigger me. You almost, you almost, I almost called that a certain thing that, like, come on now. My fault. But for real, though. <sighs> women can do shit to me I feel like men like really can't do man maybe I'm wrong I just feel like no you're right because Drake could do this but he could probably only do it once yeah like Lotto could keep selling $90,000 pair of panties every day she could literally put up a new pair hey I just wore these last night somebody in the comments said not you selling the, the discharge catchers <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gross I was like ugh bro so there's never there's never a point in time where you're in the market for Lotto's panties and you're willing to put up Ninety thousand. There's never going to be a time when I'm in the market for anybody's panties, bro. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no panties. I'm not in the market for no panties. I'm not paying for panties, like, uh, and I'm really not paying for what's inside of the panties either. Nor have I ever paid for it. But right. there's there's no uh there's no celeb vulva <laughs> that you'd pay ninety thousand dollars for. Nah, man. I'm good. I brought this up during pre-production, car. You can't pay ninety thousand dollars for the Rihanna pussy. Nope. Pre-baby Rihanna pussy. No. Post-baby Rihanna pussy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, nigga. ASAP leaves. Now this is single mother Rihanna pussy. Jeez. Nah, nah. Single mother Rihanna pussy. You might. Single mother Rihanna pussy might go crazy. Yeah, but I, if if he <clears throat> left, I'm not paying 90000 for it. Yeah, bro. I'm just talking. I'm not, I'm not paying for nobody, bro. I'm what just, if it's Beyonce? I'm not paying for anybody. <laughs> Dog, like. No panties, no the other thing that I brought up the car, I was like, money is not an option in these scenarios like say you have donald trump money you can't you can't spend 90 bands on the on the rihanna pussy nigga i could have bezos and elon musk money no 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 no. if you got jeff bezos money no you're capping if you got I'm jeff not. bezos money if you have 400 like if you have like 400 billion dollars not fucking off 90 bands on the rihanna pussy no Beyonce no there's not one <laughs> pussy that you're willing to spend 90 bands at a billion dollars your no. valuation is through the roof Corey. <laughs> any sharks buying your, your product bro like that don't even make sense I don't need it that bad 
But that's the thing, Corey. When you're that rich, ninety thousand ain't that bad. Like <laughs> you saying, like I don't need it that bad. Like that's on some shit. Like you might buy a new pair of like I almost said like something crazy, but you might buy a boat that might cost you ninety thousand. Correct. And you got six other boats, but you need Rihanna to fuck on the boat. <laughs> but like I need Rihanna's boat. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, dog. But let me ask you, since you so tied up on this shit. <clears throat> Who are you picking? No, Rihanna's getting that 90 bands. <laughs> no, Rihanna's getting that 90 bands. Like this, this is crazy. This is just uh the type of shit. And I'm gonna stop saying this because I feel like our fan base is starting to determine like who's who's the more like um crazy one? Mentally sound one. Oh. Crazy. That's yeah. yeah, that's that's just another way for saying who's not crazier. Yeah, yeah. Um and they're starting to pick you, and I don't really like that. I, mean, I gotta start seeming like calmer and shit. I mean, sometimes you just say some shit. I'm like, bro, that was off the wall. <laughs> nah, but the same type shit we talked about last pod, where my mom calls him the golden child. Y'all, y'all catch Kari for 12 minutes off the fucking mic, and he'll say shit that's twice as bad as what I say. <laughs> He's just giving it up, real, real calm, cool, and collective to you niggas. Nah, man. Of course, I have, I have my dark side, which I. This nigga's living a double life. Nah, bro, I would never do that. <laughs> Agent Bond, I mean uh, James Bond, double, yeah, double oh seven. Nah, bro, it just sometimes I'll be like, nah, I don't, I don't agree with that. But I'm not paying for no pussy, bro, or no panties, or no feet pics. Uh, no, 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 I'm not paying for feet pics, None of that, bro. All panties, that, all that bras. Weird shit that niggas be doing these days, I'm not doing that. Oh, you're saying paying for pussy is weird shit? Yes. Paying for this pussy out here is weird shit. <laughs> but paying, paying to fuck Rihanna. pussy. Oh, yeah. You can pay for some A-list pussy. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. You can't pay for A-list nah, pussy. No, you can, but I'm just... I'm not. I promise you I'm not. Car, there's... I promise you I'm not paying for none of that. Just think about it. I'm, this is my last scenario All I'm right. going to give you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> You're up on some Jeff Bezos type money. Okay. You are slizzard off the liquor like okay <laughs> and some coke probably maybe <laughs> right okay. rihanna and b are in the building they both want a piece of car okay. and you just happen to have the 90 bands on you and the 90 oh. bands the 90 bands just also all happen right, to be right. there all right look, look look you ready you ready I'm choosing Rihanna. Okay. There, okay. There See, we there go. we go. There we go. Like, there we go. You drunk. If I just got it on me. The 90 bad, yeah. you just got 90 on you. Just happened to be on me. Yeah, I man. I can't say no. I can't turn I'm it I'm one of those Migos type. That, oh, I got a light 250 on me. Yeah. If you got a, if you walking around every day with a light 250, yeah, yeah. you can pull a 90 out and fuck Rihanna. Yeah. Easy. You can pull 115 out and fuck B. <laughs> <laughs> B's pussy is going to cost, it's gonna cost a, little a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, bro, you crazy. <clears throat> crazy. What topic am I even in with this? Am I still in Beyonce? No, we're in Lotto. Okay. How, <laughs> how did I get back to Beyonce? Not even talking about Lotto anymore. I don't know, man. Wow. And all just to let you guys know, I would pay for pussy. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. I am gross. That's actually... <laughs> I need to lay down and, and talk to somebody. <laughs> you need to go to therapy? Yeah. yeah. But I, if I ever go to therapy, which I do have plans on, and I'm Same. sure y'all have heard me say uh, that I have plans on it, I need the real experience. Like, I want the Goodwill hunting movie. Mm -hmm. I lay down on my back and, like, somebody writes as I'm actually talking my shit. 
Yeah. I'm not. I don't want to sit down in a chair in front of somebody. I want to lay down on my back. That's how I've always seen it in the movies. <laughs> That's how I better go. And I want to be able to freely curse. <laughs> if I can't freely curse with my therapist, fuck it. Like oh, she was just a bitch growing up, man. Like she never really. I'm the fucking hated her. Facts though, bro. I know we talked about it before, but it's something that, like, on a serious note, that uh, we need to explore. And I don't know about your situation now, but I told you before, bro. I'm like my job offered that shit for free, and I just ain't never really like took advantage of it. Mine does too. See, and you get like a certain amount of free sessions. Yeah, you, I think I you mean. get like ten. Yeah, you could you could get it for the whole year type shit, damn near, if you space it out correctly. That's why I'm saying like it's it's something we should really look into. If it's like ten, like I said, you could do one a month, space that mm-hmm. shit all the way out. Have the whole year. I need mine to be like like Brennan's from from Step Brothers to where like I can like fall in love and fuck her after. <laughs> I knew you were about to say that, bro. I swear to God. See, look, see, look, and he doesn't agree. He just he just laughs at it. Get the fuck out of here. You want to fuck her too, man. Get the fuck out. My therapist? Yeah, like... If she was bad? Yeah. No, she doesn't have to be... <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> there you go. This nigga God, I'm so shallow, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm so shallow. Nah, bro. Oh, man. People are going to hate me. Yeah, it's cool. They hate me too, man. Uh, No, they fucking love you, Corey. Apparently. Nah, Apparently, Corey says all the right shit and has all the good, like, spiritual and, like, <laughs> quotes to move forward with in life. Right. I mean, going on cabin trips and shit. And you niggas just look to me to figure out what the price of pussy is. Right. I be drinking smoothies and all right, making plants and shit at the crib. You know, all I do is smoke weed and masturbate. <laughs> and bid on fucking. Uh, and bid on a lot of those panties. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Stop eating. Now niggas know I bid on that shit. <laughs> Now niggas know I bid on a lot of those panties. That's crazy. <laughs> I was one of the first bids, though. Of course. Like, once it got to, like, 99 cents, I didn't think niggas were going to pay more. I put in, like, 12 bucks. <laughs> nigga hit 90,000. I was hurt, nigga. <laughs> you knew you wasn't going to get Now I get those panties. Yeah, that's too much, man. It wouldn't have been that big of an ordeal, uh, and eBay wouldn't have shut it down if they would have just stopped in my 12 bucks. Facts. But I don't even have to pay the 12 bucks because nigga put up 90 bands. So, whatever. <clears throat> uh, let's move on. We're in Glorilla because the same way Complex Music talked about 21 Savage being the 2022 best rapper of the year, mm-hmm. female best rapper of the year for 2022 has gone to Glorilla. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't like it. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Yeah. That's when, when I seen the list. Um, there shouldn't even be a top female rapper of last year. I mean, I guess if we're going to say anybody, yeah, Glorilla, but. I just feel like, I mean, I know why they gave it to her because she, she was the only she, thing smoking she last blew year. Up. But to me, just I'm gonna give it to Lotto. I feel like Lotto overall, from start to finish, from January to December, had a bigger year. You're right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just be like, and this, this no disrespect to Glover. I love her. I love her. Come up. She had an amazing six months. You know what I'm saying? From summer, from June, May, whenever that song came out, to the end of the year, she tore it up. But it's supposed to be like the entire year. This girl's had a number one hit. Lotto had a number one hit. She had a number one hit. Um, she's had she had a few different hits on that album. Yep. She got the commercial look from Mariah Carey. Yep. Sunshine on me. Um, Lotto. she actually dropped an album. You know, we got the EP uh yep, from Glorilla, but we yep. we didn't get an album. She doesn't have an album out yet. Exactly. So. It's no disrespect. I understand why complex. Like, no, you're it, right. It just be for the clicks, bro. I, I get it. But like, can we just start giving this shit to who really deserves it? 
That way we can really be like, okay, like stamp stamp people who are really deserving it. And Glorilla, she made more noise than she did than and, uh, Lotto, and that's probably why they gave it to her. Probably, man. but like I said, I just feel like Lotto deserved that. And there's probably some other artists as well I can't think of, but Lotto's just on my mind right now because we were just talking about her. If I had a vote between them two, I would have chose Lotto for last year. I need to know what their criteria was based off of. If I can figure that out, if it's based off of who smoked the year up, who was hotter, shit like that, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Glorilla. But if we talked about quality of music as an artist uh, or what they're actually saying is the sentence, the best rapper of the year, I'm going to give that to Lotto. You're right. I didn't think of that before I was uh, before I sat down and actually started potting. I wasn't even thinking about that when we had the, the headline come to our phones. Yeah. But now that you start to say that, it makes sense. This wasn't a year where Cardi B went crazy. This wasn't a year where Nicki Minaj went crazy. This wasn't a year where Megan Thee Stallion went crazy. She dropped some shit too, but it wasn't so big that you could call her the biggest rapper of the year or the best rapper of the year by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Uh, she had legal shit going on that she was taken care of in 2022. This should have gone to Lotto. You're right. <clears throat> but like you said, it's complex. Complex is going to clickbait that shit. Yeah. And then uh, standing, standing low rhythm, man, have you seen recently she did like a, a magazine cover? People saying that she sold her soul <laughs> with the New yes, York Yes, I saw it. You know, the one eye? Yes, I saw it. <laughs> That's going to be another thing that exclusive content one day will we'll go we'll go down the the rabbit hole of the music business and the the imagery things but you got to get to the top somehow i was about to say i was like (laughs) but we still have to work our way to the top and i don't want you niggas saying anything when y'all see that one eye imagery come out (laughs) absolutely i'm already prepared for it oh my god nigga what you you want this eye you want that eye which one what what do you what what do you want my dad (laughs) right (laughs) oh my god 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 where do i sign no that was crazy i know i shouldn't have I forgive this nigga bad. Forgive me. Forgive my dad. <laughs> forgive my dad. Uh, but once again, bro, just shout out to Glow Really. Like I said, I am excited for her 2023 because we know that the album is coming. She was actually supposed to do her concert, I believe, this I'm going to sacrifice my dad. Go on. Oh. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. It was a joke. Oh. Uh, it was a joke pod. No, her concert was... Uh, don't, think, don't let that throw you off. Just know we're yeah, going to make it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're going to hit that number you one. Know, you, you know, your pops really never even fuck with me like that. So. He ain't fuck with me. <laughs> so, you know, it's cool. Shit. I'm fucking with you, bro. You seen what the baby did with Kirk? Yeah. Uh, That's us. Kanye? Donda? Megan Stallion? Fuck. Uh, Wait till that exclusive content <laughs> drop, nigga. Y'all not getting that yeah. shit, man. They like, these niggas is crazy. Uh, but no, bro, I was just saying, like, her concert uh, was supposed to be this week, but obviously got canceled. Um, here in Dallas, Glorilla. I saw, it was. I saw people talking about, we going to ice skate to that bitch. I said, <laughs> no, y'all not, bro. What is y'all talking about? And as long as she knew the hood was going to pull up, Glorilla's ass would pull up, yeah, too. She would have pulled up. But once again, just shout out to her, bro. Like I said, um, I just think that should have gave that to Lotto, but that's no disrespect to her. Yeah, maybe it should have gone to Lotto. But like we said, that's complex. And I don't think the rappers or the artists in the industry take too much to what complex has to fucking say about them anyway. Not at all. <clears throat> Let's move forward. Michael Jackson is finally getting a decent biopic card (laughs) or what we might think to be the first decent biopic because that shit that came out with Flex a few years ago or a few decades ago, (laughs) 
where they just painted this nigga in white face. White face, man. It's crazy. And then we have the other biopic that I would say is great. Uh, the Jackson's American Dream. Oh, yeah. It was really not just set on Michael, but his entire family. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job with that biopic, but it really only lasted until Thriller and the uh, the Jackson's American Dream uh, reunion tour. Right. That was 1983 or four, and then from that point on, you don't have any else of Michael's life filmed as biopic form right so now that he's passed away he's been passed away since 2009 we're gonna get a full-length michael jackson biopic and jermaine jackson's son is gonna play him yeah man it's gonna be titled michael for Lionsgate. like you said so this oh Lionsgate's gonna do this yeah so it's gonna be one of those okay (laughs) oh they're not bullshitting yeah it's gonna be one of them and um you know he he has uh he resembles a young mike um, obviously he looks like he looks just like a 24 or five year old Michael Jackson just like him it's it's only natural because that's fucking his nephew yep I think his name is pronounced Jafar yeah it's Jafar Jafar Jackson so he took the social media to express his excitement for the film and said I'm humbled and honored to bring my uncle Michael's story to life to all the fans all over the world I'll see you soon um, it's reported as well that Catherine Jackson, Michael's mother, spoke about her grandson taking on a role and said he embodies my son. It's so wonderful to see him carry on the Jackson legacy of entertainers and performers. So uh, I'm excited about this, bro, just because, like you said, it's been so long since we've actually gotten something that portrayed them in the right way, you know. Um, But it's about time, man. We should have been got a Michael biopic like this shit is going to do numbers. Very true. And I'm glad to hear that the family is behind the biopic. Mm-hmm. Same. The one thing that I will say is Catherine's rather nice. God rest his soul. I would want to know what Joe has to say about this. Oh, <laughs> Joe is not fucking because if with it. Joe came out and he was like, yo, this biopic is some fucking bullshit and it don't it don't depict my fucking family. Ah! Then we ain't going to see that shit. You think they buried him with the belt? One in hand, one around his fucking waist. Yeah, he probably had two belts in his hand. A switch in one hand, a belt in the other. Jesus, he was beating the shit out of Mike and them. Yeah, I, I know them Them whoopings had to have been brutal. Oh, my goodness. I've had switch whoopings, plenty of them. Like I said last part, CPS was called. Yeah, man. But um, Like I said, I didn't know you was going to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Them, them beatings was a little too brutal. I have to tell somebody now. I have to tell a trusted adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we're adults, you're the trusted right, adult, Corey. Right, right, right. I appreciate you, bro. I trust you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, this this should be a good movie. I, I just wanted to make a joke. They they do need to have somebody playing Joe the right way. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, if you sure. saw Jackson's American Dream, the way Lawrence Hilton Jacob played Joseph is where we got all of what we think about Joseph now. When you mm-hmm. see Lawrence Hilton Jacobs these days, the first role you probably think about him playing is Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson the yeah, same so. way when you see uh, Lawrence Fishburne, you automatically think um, Ike. Ike Turner immediately. Or Boys in the Hood. Now, yeah, you, you can think Furious Styles, but yeah, yeah. my head immediately <laughs> goes to Ike Turner. I, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. We need to have somebody that from... The moment this film starts to the time it ends, he's he's in character. Mm-hmm. And by the time that we leave, we will forever know that one actor is Joe Jackson. And he used to beat ass. Yes. <laughs> there are some people in movies that they're just known for that type of shit. Blair Underwood. Yeah. He only had to play that one role in Tyler Perry's Family Reunion. 
anytime you see him, you can see him in real life. You know he beating ass. <laughs> right, bro. That he will beat your wife's ass. He'll beat his wife's ass. <laughs> maniac. His mama's ass. <laughs> You're gonna have to grit him to get away from him. <laughs> That's the only hope. The husband from Diary of a Mad Black Woman. The yeah, one that the tub, yeah, that she uh, had to leave in the tub. Bonding, I can't think of his name. Absolutely, bro. there was a movie that um, Pinky from Friday. Oh, he played a motherfucking wife beater. Um, I'm trying to think. There might be one more, and there was just a post like this on social media. I should have sent it through. But uh, uh, Michael Ely, they said because of oh, yeah. Michael Ely's role in For Color Girls, they can't look at Michael Ely the same. Now, that's crazy because I can look at Michael Ely in a different light in other movies. <clears throat> yeah, he's played so many different roles outside of that. The, yeah. The other niggas are strictly for those certain type of roles. Absolutely. To the point that if you see them in real life, like I might not be cool with my mama dating Blair Underwood. Fuck no. Like, because now I think. He beats women. Like, <laughs> you've gotten so good at beating women on camera. I believe you, nigga. Right. Yeah, you're not beating up my mama, bro. Stay away from Mom Dukes, man. No, and Mom no. Dukes fucking loves Blair Underwood. Sheesh. You, you better watch out for that. You keep your goddamn filthy hands away from my mom. That nigga. <laughs> uh, man. Now, that was racist how you called him a nigga. Like, you usually just say that nigga. But, like, when I heard you say it that time. There was Mad Jim Crow in it. It was <laughs> Mad Jim Crow. It was a hard R. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It wasn't even a hard R. It's just like a down south nigga. Like, <laughs> that nigga. That, that nigga. That nigga. Like, it wasn't. Uh, you said it was Jim Crow. That's schools crazy. have just integrated, but I don't like it, nigga. Damn. Uh, school versus board of education? Yes. Sheesh. Plessy. Plessy versus Ferguson. <laughs> <Damn>. Plessy versus <laughs> Ferguson. Jeez. Was that the name of the school? Plessy? Imagine after trying to get into a school named Plessy. I don't yeah. even want to go there, nigga. Something like that. The uh, the little little rock nine. <laughs> I'm I'm sick, bro. I'm I know, so bro. Sick. Uh, but one more thing I wanted to say though, <laughs> Michael, did we ever get that uh, the thriller in 4K? Did that shit ever drop? Yes, it did. Yeah, I ain't seen. Of course, it. I ain't seen it. Yeah, you need to get on YouTube. Check that out. Okay, baby, baby. it's great. Yeah, I need to check that out. <clears throat> but nevertheless, the Michael Jackson biopic is on the way. It's long awaited. We've gotten sixteen Biggie and Tupac biopics before we, <laughs> before we got in the Michael one, and we know how this nigga died. That's crazy, and they still making them. Every other year, it's like, oh, do you want to find out how Tupac died? I think we know, nigga. <laughs> Shit. How is it that we've done this much study and research on these two niggas and nobody knows how they died? Because maybe they didn't die. Ooh. Pac is in Cuba. No, Biggie's dead. No, Biggie passed. Yeah, no, sure. like, it might be up in the air on what happened to Tupac Shakur. Biggie's ass is dead. Yeah, Biggie passed. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, but Pac, they say Pac was in Cuba. You know about the story with Pac's auntie? What? Pac's auntie was, um, she was wanted by the U.S. government. To this day, she's still wanted by the U.S. government. She was able to get over to Cuba, mm -hmm. and they protected her. And then after a certain period of time, I think she's been there since the 70s, after a certain period of time, like we know, uh, Cuba became a no-fly zone for the U.S., so right. they're not going to get her. Right. So she's in hiding over there with her nephew. <laughs> Moral of the story, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Uh, oh, we can get out of Michael Jackson, we get out of Tupac, out of Biggie, all of that, and move on. The 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been released, Kari, and there are some big hip-hop names on it as well. Yes, sir. Um, I want to go through every name because we're into more than just hip-hop, and I'm sure a lot of these names are uh, familiar to you because we're in that space. Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, 
Missy Elliott, Iron Maiden, Joy Vision slash New Order, Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners. Shout out Fort Worth. <clears throat> yeah, man. Spinners. The Spinners, man. That's, Holy shit. That's a hood classic. Um, Whoa. A Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, it's it's big. Sh- yeah. Shout out to Fort Worth. It's big that The Spinners Bro, are on that you know, list. You know we was about to do some shit. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, uh-uh. yeah I don't give it to them like that. I don't give it to them like that because we because we still weird. got that samples mixtape yeah, or, or yeah. a playlist on the way. That's weird. Uh, the last three are a tribe called Quest, the White Stripes, and Warren Savon or Seven Zavon, whatever. Um, it says to be eligible for a nomination, an individual artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least twenty five years prior to their nomination. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, all of these people, their first song came out. At least 25 years ago. Some of the notable ones for me, and then I'll let you go. Um, Cheryl Crow, huge. Missy Elliott, we need to get into that because that's huge. Uh, and she's a she's a friend of the show. Yep. Um, Iron Maiden, Joy Vision. Uh, well, I didn't mean to say Joy Vision, but Iron Maiden. I just remember that from, if you can call or recall back to the guitar hero Iron Maiden. I wasn't a big fan of that group, but I can see it. I can remember the name. Yeah, I can yeah. see Guitar Hero Iron Maiden. I didn't have that version, but it was big. Cindy Lauper, she was a huge 80s uh, music artist. Willie Nelson, it's kind of amazing that Willie Nelson isn't in this already. Already, I know that shit's crazy. I'm going to smoke one tonight just for my nigga <laughs> Willie. Rage Against the Machine, I know about Rages. Uh, the Spinners, oh. Dog, like I'm, I'm still blown away. I didn't know that, and I didn't know that they were up for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, like that's amazing. I'm not even gonna lie. If y'all aren't aware of the Spinners, this is a a soul group, kind of the origins of R and B um, from the '70s on, and they're from Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. They from bro. they from the house, man. They from our hometown. Yeah. So that's a big shout out to the Spinners. That's amazing. Then we got a tribe called Quest. Um, I don't know the White Stripes or Warren Zevon, but. The Tribe Called Quest, The Spinners, Willie Nelson, George Michael, Cindy Lauper, Iron Maiden, Missy Elliott, Cheryl Crow. Shout out to all of those. I mean, shout out to everybody, but those are the ones I know. <laughs> yeah. It's a big list, man. But I just want to focus in on Missy Elliott and, of course, Tribe Called Quest, like you said. Absolutely. Uh, Missy Elliott, though, like we said, she tapped into the pod. Shout out to you. Yeah, and no, no, she's, she's a friend of the show. Real <laughs> friend talk. Friend of the show, man. But no, that's big ups, bro. Um, Missy Elliott is somebody that really, um, when it came to just fashion, when it came to music videos for for rap bro like Missy Elliott just don't get enough credit so I'm glad to see her going into the Hall of Fame bro but she's really uh the focal point when it came to just being creative with your music bro like Missy Elliott really started a lot of shit in she the changed 90s, the game in the 90s for a lot of artists bro so this is amazing to see her get recognized like I'm, I'm really happy for her and <clears throat> we don't take the time out not just rapper in the artist aspect to appreciate Missy Elliott because when you think about it, if you take away Lauren Hill, who is your best female artist in the hip hop uh, genre of all time? It's Missy. Missy. It's Missy. Yeah. We can get down to the Lil Kims, the the Nicki Minaj on best rapper shit right, like that. Right. But when we talking about artists, they can put it into the rap, then put it into the production, put it into the video, put it into everything that you would consider overall sonically the best. Oh. She might be number one because shit, Lauren only gave you one album and I'll always stand on that. I love Lauren and I always give her number one. She only gave you one album. 
Yeah, man, I'm glad you said that. I wouldn't ever even thought that way. Like, if you do take Lauren out of the picture, like, there's nobody even that comes close and outside of Missy. When she was peaking in her game, she's bigger than half the male rappers in this fucking game. That's why I said, bro, when it, like, she was very monumental. I, that's why I wanted to focus on fashion and music videos and the creativity that we see these days. Missy Elliott started that shit. Cover art, all she of that. She started all of that. Like, <sighs> The type of shit that you would see and most people consider weird or most people, some people that that might not enjoy the music at all, but they only picked it up and bought it because the cover looked fly. Yep. It's Missy. The type of shit we were talking about last week with the Lil Yachty album covers, the Tyler, the Creator album covers. You don't get shit like that today without Missy. Wow, man. The influence of Busta Rhymes, the... The crazy ludicrous videos from the early 2000s. The the mega arms. Yeah, with the mega arms. Even to the shit that you see today. um, Yonkers, where Tyler, the creator, eats a fucking cockroach. All of this stuff that's so abstract you get today and last year and last decade. Because Missy brought that shit into the game. The same way that... um, Shout out Chance the Rapper, another friend of the show. Tapping in. Yeah, when he talked about how... I might play a music video, uh, and at the end of that music video, I'll give you the preview to the next video. That's a Missy Elliott thing. He told us, man. I got that shit from Missy Elliott. I got that shit from Missy, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Oh, these are all friends of the show. <laughs> you know. And I'm not saying that just said it. These are all friends of the oh, show. This is real life. <laughs> these the are all facts. real friends of the show. Shout out DJ Drama, too. Shout out Drama, man. Shout out French Montana. Shout out French Montana. <laughs> <laughs> these are all friends of the in, show, bro. man. Real talk, bro. This shit real life out here, man. Oh, yeah, man. We not some fly by the night type of partisan. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I don't like to toot our horn when we come on here, Fuck Corey. It. But Fuck this it. is my first time actually really saying this so okay. people can feel it in the pot. Okay. We're in the rap game, Corey. Yeah, we in the industry. Just not all the way. We got one foot in. Oh, yeah. We got we got some toes yeah, in this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. We might yeah, not yeah. even be the whole one foot in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but somebody tried to close the door. We stuck that fucking foot in before <laughs> the fucking door got closed. We got a foot in the door, and we are uh, the Rising Grind Podcast, Roderick Taylor and Jakari Gentry. We are officially in this rap game, though. Yeah, man. Uh, this podcast scene, area, um, movement, genre, it's a part of the media world. But what we're dipping into specifically puts us in, right in the mix of the rap game. And um, with, like I said, some of the people that are tapping in, people that are speaking to us, French Montana, DJ Drama, Missy Elliott, Chance the Rapper. Just to name a few. These are real, yeah, real friends. It's a roaring mall. It's a blessing, bro. It's yeah. It's a blessing, real talk. Um, but yeah, we're actually really making... <clears throat> making Making moves out here, bro. Headway into this fucking rap game. Yeah, this shit is a responsibility, man. That's why niggas got to come every every week, twice a week. Which is why after a certain point of popularity, we're going to have to go back and mute some of the things we said on these podcasts <laughs> before. <laughs> if they go back to that fucking pod where uh, that posthumous Juice World track came out, that's the biggest oh, one. Shit. That's the biggest one. And I got to go back and find that so we can get that the fuck out of there, Corey. <laughs> oh, by the time we go up, that that needs to be muted and Shit. and put back in. We just delete the hell, really. Make, no. Make it safe. I got I to gotta copy of every part. We could just X that part out. And just re-upload it. Okay. Come on now. What do you think? I'm Sway Lee? Uh, (laughs) think someone stole the hard drive man nah never that we got backups yeah man we got backups to this fucking podcast man for sure we're never going anywhere 
<clears throat> but let's keep going on. A headline came to our phone a couple of days ago. We're out of the, the music scene. Uh, we're more in the news at this point. Okay. A headline came to our phone a few weeks ago that I had to send, or a few days ago that I had to send to you guys, that said DoorDash is now accepting EBT payments, Kari. <laughs> now, when I first saw this, I was extremely alarmed and jealous. And jealous. Because I've, I've never been a food stamps or EBT kind of guy. Yeah. Now, uh, there have been some points where... I've been lucky enough to get that card from somebody else. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then we go balling out. You go to Albertsons. You get the lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy because you don't get the type of shit that you can get anywhere else. Like with our money, I'm not balling out on lobster, shrimp, crab, things like that. You know, you can buy that with EBT I didn't. and food stamps. Uh, that's yeah, one I of didn't. the approved things, like all fresh meat. They're approved on the EBT shit. You can go in there and buy crab and lobster, Corey. No, EBT. On EBT. I mean, is that a good thing? Shit. I mean, I guess you would think. Eat healthy. <laughs> you should be eating fresh food. I guess, man. But damn. You know, you should be getting your bang for your buck. I was just going to say, EBT, you need to be stacking up as much as you can. As you can. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, I don't really think that's cool. But there are some <laughs> niggas that really don't need the EBT right, that right. have the EBT. And going stupid with it. Come on now. They just turn it into a big ass crab boil. <laughs> it's just a big ass crab boil for a lot of people. <laughs> Um, nevertheless, DoorDash has decided they're going to open up the door for EBT payments. A lot of comments were taken over. Do you have some of those out, Corey? Yeah, they said Section 8 about to have a field day. <laughs> uh, Section 8 housing just went up 1,000 points. <laughs> Section 8 housing. Yep. Um, but I was able to get a little more information on this that makes more sense, Corey. Okay. DoorDash is not allowing you to pay for your food or your fast food or anything like that with EBT. What's going on is support for SNAP slash EBT payments on DoorDash are currently being accepted for grocery store orders. Mm. So it kind of makes sense. Um, If you're in dire need and you can't get out, you need your food to be delivered or you need your groceries to be delivered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why shouldn't somebody that's on SNAP or EBT be able to put their information in and pay with their stamps the same way they would do it at the front at the at store. The store. Yeah. So now they have the option to where they can put their snap or their EBT in when they're getting grocery store uh, delivery, right? Delivery. Mm-hmm. And they can pay for it that way, the same way they would do with the store. And they're going to deliver it that way. Okay. That makes, it makes total oh, sense. Right. Shit, Cause at first yeah, just reading that headline, I'm like, Oh, niggas about to go. Stupid. Oh my gosh. If niggas was able to pay for the, the salt, like I almost said the salt, yeah, the salt <laughs> the grass, salt. <laughs> The the steakhouses, the crab boil, like I said, on EBT. It'll never get paid for. Oh, my God. They said the kid's going to be starving. I would have to vote for Trump just so that shit could end. <laughs> He's the, he'd be the only he nigga that'd stop it. Because, you know, Kamala and fucking uh, Joe. Joey B. they probably put that shit in place. Yeah. That makes a whole lot more sense, though. And that's beneficial, like you said, especially just going back to our situation right now. The week that Snowed we in. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's another thing, bro. It's crazy. Like, for the people that DoorDash, Uber Eats, and all that shit. They money stopped. But Or it, or it turned all the way it up. it turned up, but they still got to be out there delivering. Bro. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Uh, There was a, port, like, a point in time where I was doing that a couple mm-hmm. years ago. So I know the feel of that. Like, oh, if we're snowed in, the money stopped. 
or if we're snowed in, the money is rolling, rolling, rolling because I'm the only nigga on the street providing this food for these people. Sheesh, niggas like the uh, SpongeBob, the Krusty Krab pizza. No, no cap. Um, but what I will say, and this just allowed me to dip off into a pocket that I might have said this before. Ladies and gentlemen, never be ashamed to uh, to do delivery driving service work. Like, never, no. ever be ashamed of that. No, no. To be completely honest, I wish I could go back to doing that shit now. I can. I just kind of really don't want to as much as I'm saying I wish I could. <laughs> but it provides you a freelance schedule. You get to make as much money as you want to make, literally. Um for niggas that have a problem with what they're getting paid, that shit is paying you like twenty to twenty five dollars an hour as long as you stay out there. And just that be niggas problems. <clears throat> oh yeah, niggas just be lazy. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I, I never uh speak down on anybody. However you get your bread, bro, you know, get it. Especially like you said in them situations. I've I've seen you, I've seen other people do it, and I've seen people really make like hella bread from that shit. It's great. Yeah. If you remember now, the reason why I say I would want to get back to it. If you can remember, there would just be like random Mondays or Tuesdays. I'd hit Hoppy. We would just be fucking golfing 12 noon <laughs> because it just provides you that free schedule. Free. Five hours of work, you can make yourself $100. Just think about working five hours every day of the month. That's $3,100 for five hours. But like Corey said, niggas are not diligent enough or disciplined enough to yeah. work every day, mm-hmm. even if it's only five hours. Imagine putting in Eight hours, that's 160 a day. You don't even have to work every single day. You can clear your 3100 or whatever it is that your your quota is to make. You can make more than what I'm saying. That's just a minimum type yeah. shit. Um, with no boss, no coworkers, not, none of that. Just you, your thoughts, your music. <laughs> and it's literally the easiest shit in the world. Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm really jealous to a certain extent, like you said, just with the freelance schedule, bro, because that's that's all I ever want. Me like, too. I just want my time. I say it all the time, bro, but like literally, like that's my goal. Like my freedom is having my time. You know what I'm saying? To to do what I want, to make my own schedule, to not have to clock in, check in. If I want to take some time off, I ain't gotta check with you. I ain't gotta see how many hours I, PTO I got added. Do I? Up. Can I have the like, day off? Bro, what if you say that. no? Fuck that, nigga. I'm gone. But to be completely honest, if I had a brand new car, I'd probably do it again. The only reason yeah. why is I'm still dealing with an older vehicle that like I don't have the time to to maintenance that bitch all the time now, mm-hmm. um, which is why I'm mad I don't have two cars anymore. But if if I had if I had a brand new car, oh my gosh, and it would provide me the money and um, time to be able to do everything I needed to do like I'm doing now with more time. See. Shout out to y'all though on the EBT with the DoorDash. Man. No, no, for real. Get your groceries, man. Do it the right way, man. You know, because a lot of people, y'all try to abuse the system and shit. Really use that shit the right way because it sounds beneficial when you broke it down. Like, that's really a good idea. That's a good idea, man. Yeah, yeah. But for I'm sure. sure some niggas will find some way to do something with this shit. Of course. Um, Half off on groceries. Oh, they love to sell those goddamn food stamps. Uh, I'll be seeing that shit on the ground. Half off on Airbnbs, groceries, bills, Fashion Nova, Shein flights, cannons, and AirPods. <laughs> I'm like, how are y'all getting so much supply? Now, from what, from my situation, I can get you niggas that half off on them AirPods. Yeah, man, I know. I, niggas was hitting them AirPods all the time. 
Now, I, I got my AirPods for $25. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Pros. These are not the regular AirPod uh, regulars. These are AirPod Pros, $20. <clears throat> and I could really be taxing niggas for that shit. Did I tell you my pops got me the Pros for my birthday? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. They probably... uh. Are they were they the same ones as mine? Like, did he get them for the lower? He got them like for I the. Yeah, I didn't ask, but um, them hoes are the truth. Absolutely, dog. That mm. noise canceling is Abs- crazy. Absolutely, I'm like I should have been at these hoes. You never back in the day, if you remember, I kept upgrading my Beats, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. to where we had the smaller ones, and then I went and got the studios yeah. that had the button back in the day where you could push the middle, mm-hmm. and the noise cancellation would come on. Yeah, it's just like that. Nigga, I can't wait to get on a flight. Boy. It's you can be listening to nothing, but as long as the noise cancellation is on, you're not gonna hear anything else. You don't hear shit when you put them hoes on. Like it almost I was like, damn. Cause I've just I've always had the first generation of the of the AirPods since the start. And they got like a range. You can on ch- like yeah, you can change it, you can play with it. And so I'm like, oh, this shit is hard. The Dolby Atmos or the spatial audio. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to music before you got the spatial thing set up and then turn it on mm-hmm. as the space like with the It's a whole different sound. It makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, you know, because it's crazy because we listen to music like that anyways where you hear different shit sometimes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You can hear the instrument in the background, but when you fuck with the, the spatial or the dubby, whatever it's called, you can really hear every single sound in the song. When I first got the AirPods, I didn't set everything up at first. So I was just playing the music to see, you know, what the new AirPods were going to sound like. When I turned the spatial audio on and listened to my first album with the spatial audio, I can't even describe it. It's just like... It's like a movie. It's just like elements to the music that you were missing. And as you start to throw it in there, you can just hear every single bit of it fit toward your ear. Mm -hmm. It's It's like the instruments... Are geared towards your ear. Right, it's crazy. You you yeah. niggas over at Apple are doing something <laughs> yeah, completely bro, different. Right. I applaud you niggas. The way that we talk about because we're so fucking spoiled. <laughs> all we talk about is, oh my god, they're giving us the same goddamn iPhone every single year. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy the new iPhone because it's the same, the same, the same. What you niggas are over here doing in every other aspect is incredible. Killing it. Even the new watches. I need to upgrade my watch because I got like a Series Three. The new MacBooks. New MacBooks, bro. That new watch. I think they on like eight or nine. That bitch will call the ambulance. If you get into a wreck, if, yes. you, if you fall, it'll feel the wreck. It'll feel, and call and your, call the ambulance. It, your, it the, tracks your sleep, your rim. I'm like, oh, okay. The new iPhone will do that as well. It'll feel your car wreck, and it'll immediately call the authorities. I'm like, nigga, what? But some of the advancement that Apple is making is just Man. incredible. Even to the point where your entire health ID card can be stored in it. Your weight, your height, your blood type, all of that to where if somebody's like, oh my God, it's just an emergency, get that up. Here, this is who this guy is. It's amazing. You don't have to unlock the phone for it. All you have to do is go to the emergency shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, maybe we're tooting Apple's horn a little bit too much. (laughs) Let me get get the Apple dick out of my mouth. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're really just Apple dick eating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, let's let's get out of actual oh, news and in, into the sports <laughs> side. Tom Brady said he's done with done with sports. About time, man. Season's over. He said this last year. 
But then he came back out. Yeah, yeah. He said, I'm going to give it another season. He lost everything over it. Yeah. He lost the season. Lost the season. He lost his wife, his kids. Lost his entire family. He lost some money. Now he's got to pitch out support. Yeah. But um, after 23 seasons, bro, Tom Brady is officially done for real. Cowboys put that nigga in the dirt. Yeah. He said that um, he used up his emotional um, retirement speech last year when he said he was going to retire. So he made it real short. He just thanked all of the people that gave a fuck about him, yeah. that he gave a fuck about from the time he came into the game until now. Mm-hmm. Um, he said his piece and he ended his video, but he let us know that you've seen the last of Tom Brady on the football field. Yeah, he said he done for real, for good, you know? So, uh, greatest quarterback we've ever seen, bro. I don't think anybody's ever going to match seven rings. Probably um, the greatest <coughs> football player you've ever seen. Yeah, facts. But I don't think nobody ever get close <coughs> to seven rings, bro. No. Um, he has the most passing yards in history, like. Um, a very illustrious career, bro. But it was time for him to go. Um, you, Absolutely. You just tell he was slowing down. I think he's like 45 or some shit. I don't even know how old he is. But Tom Brady, man, a uh, hell of a career. You know, big ups. He's going to go to being an analyst like we talked about before. Mm-hmm. He has like a two, $300 million contract already waiting for him for 10 years to be a sports um, announcer. So don't think we're not going to see Tom Brady. You haven't seen the last of him in football. He's just not going to be in uniform anymore. But. Yeah, man, it was crazy. It was crazy, but I knew it was coming. I knew after we we beat him in that playoff game, I knew it was over. I knew midway through this season, after seeing how bad his season was going, I mean, they they kind of tried to turn shit around. It wasn't going like that. Yeah. But um, this was not the average Tom Brady season. It was it was a disaster to say the least. Right. Um, I, I saw even a lot of people question why he even came out of retirement and did this again for another season. But I can't say I, I disagree with him. I totally agree with him. For I, coming back? Yeah, people were saying, but but you lost your family. You lost everything, yada, yada, yada. When it comes to somebody in their dream, they're going to do it until they can't do it anymore. And if he felt like I had one more year left in me to do this, the same type of shit where you heard Michael Jordan say, I cannot live with myself being the king of the hill and just leaving somebody had to knock me off or he he said he could never live with the fact that the 98 bulls just dismantled they never lost but um tom brady i think he needed that Mm -hmm. i think he needed to go through this as the best and lose and no i'm not the king of the hill anymore yeah i agree i can be knocked off and the moment somebody knocks me off then it's time to go i agree and for him it was time to go um a hell of a career. I saw the stupid ass shade room post. Um, they were saying that uh, he was doing this to to get his wife back. No, he just likes football, and it's over. Like, what the <laughs> she commented though, it was funny. She said, uh, <laughs> "I was fucked up." She said, "Wish you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life." With the praying hand emojis, you could tell she cut her hair. <laughs> she cut her hair and dyed it red. She did the big chop. Yeah, she dyed it red. Uh, but what is it, man? When, when women they say they always talk to you like they HR when they break up. <laughs> Why is that, bro? I don't. Women do talk to you like they fucking HR when they done with you because women are petty motherfuckers. Number one, and when they're done with you, they like to go all out just to let you know how done they are with you. Yeah, it'd be hurting because niggas we we so soft when it comes to women. That we like really love, bro. Like we be we be kissing their feet. When they done with us, they don't give a damn. True, but 
I've been through this so many times that I play games back. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a fight and make it about you. Like, oh, yeah. just to know that like I can still get you there. That means you still love me. I can still bitch. trigger you. Yeah, like yeah. I got ha ha, gotcha, bitch. And then <laughs> and then at the end of this, like I'm gonna block you and have you emailing me and shit. Hell no. Nah. You never had a girl email you because you blocked all her numbers? Nah, I'm not really a block type of person. Bro. Oh no, some people need to be blocked. Yeah, I ain't never really block. I ain't never like. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I didn't had situations where you know we didn't been through the mud, or whatever. But it ain't never got too bad where like we had to block each other. Uh no, I've been through that. Yeah. And after I block, I block the phone, I block the Snapchat, the Twitter, the Instagram, the, all of that. Yeah, I've had a motherfucker, and this is a lady, so please don't let me say motherfucker. Have y'all thinking that it's a different type of species? <laughs> species. Um, <laughs> I've had a lady hit me up on Cash App. Damn. Yeah, my Cash App, nigga. Like they'll request, like it won't even be that they're sending money. They'll request money just so they don't have to have a money interaction, and they'll put a message inside wow. of the request. They'd be like, "Yo, text me fucking back. You know you see blah 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 blah." Yeah, that's different. I ain't never, like I said, hit that level. It's determination. That's cons- consistency. That's yeah, persistence. You gotta love it. Um, I've been blocked for shit show. Oh my gosh, I've been blocked so many times. Yeah, I've been blocked, but I just, like I said, it ain't never just got that bad. It ain't never been like so ugly of a breakup where like I don't want to see your fucking face. My ex's sister blocked me from her candle page. I can't even buy that bitch's candles. <laughs> that bitch won't even sell me candles, nigga. God damn. <laughs> this shit run deep, man. I just wanted a fucking a eucalyptus candle. <laughs> right. Shit. Trying to put money into the fucking business. You out here playing games. It's all good. <laughs> oh, man. This bitch is going to eat my lunch tomorrow morning for calling her sister out of her name. <laughs> Uh, gotcha bitch <laughs> Bro That's what I mean by Stirring up those emotions yeah, again yeah, uh, yeah. She's got me blocked In the morning Burn it. Oh that's funny Are we ready to get out of funny And then go sad Before we get out of here Corey Yeah let's do it man Oh I've been saying this a lot Corey I would be remiss Remiss We would be remiss If we didn't talk about The untimely death Of Tyree Nichols um, Tyree Nichols was Stopped. Um, I'm not even sure what city or state this was. Do you Memphis? Okay, this was Memphis. Um, that Tyree Nichols, an unarmed black man, was pulled over in what seems to be a routine stop. Um, from what was told to us, <clears throat> they tried to stop Tyree Nichols in his car because he was coming into oncoming traffic or he was driving in oncoming traffic, something like that. Um, to which they lit him up. He didn't stop immediately to where he pulled up at a red light and he stopped at the red light with his turn signal on. Um, maybe he didn't see them. Maybe I don't know what was going on, but he was driving regularly. He wasn't ev- evading them or anything like that. He stopped right. at the red light. Right. Um, but they, they cornered him and they pulled him out of the car or tried to get him to get out of the car at that red light. They blocked him in from the front, blocked him in from the back, things like that. <clears throat> But they immediately yank him out of the car. Um, it does seem like he was a little confused, uh, resisting a little bit. But because they didn't just stop him, when they stopped him, they immediately yanked him out of the car. Um, but then they began to to beat the young man um, because they got him down on the ground. But they're giving him different orders. From what I was told, they gave him 71 different orders in like the course of like 10 minutes. Damn. Um, 
he's laying down on the ground. They're telling him to, to get down on the ground. He's like, I am on the ground. He was just screaming, I just want to go home. I didn't do anything. I just want to go home. Um, to where the scared black man thing happens. And he gets up. He tries to run. <clears throat> when he gets up and he tries to run, he doesn't push anybody out of the way. He doesn't punch anybody. He doesn't hit anybody. He doesn't grab for anyone's weapon. He just gets up and he tries to run. To which they tase him. He doesn't fuck with the taser. We talked about uh, pods back. Some people don't take to the taser. He didn't take to it. He ripped that shit out, kept running. Which I guess led them to believe he was on something. Um, because we did talk about that as well. But that's not here nor there whether he was or wasn't. Even though I don't think that he was. He sounded very clear-headed at the time. Um, but when they get a hold of him after he's done running, they beat the shit out of him the police this is five black cops um and to be completely honest Kari, they beat the nigga like he was rodney king worse it, it, yeah it, it resembled the rodney king video if anybody saw the uh the video from the early 90s where the lapd beat rodney king to a fucking pulp so glad he didn't die but rest in peace his soul today um <clears throat> to the point where he was battered bloody he had to go to the hospital immediately after where he spent three days there until he died they beat that man to death no gunshots yeah. no guns drawn no shit like that they just stomped tyree nichols out to death not a weapon on him yeah for for, for no reason <clears throat> we still don't know what would have happened in the traffic stop or had he gotten a ticket where what, what would have yeah. gone with it things like that but mm -hmm. Senseless. Yeah, just senseless. And uh, I, I've been kind of disconnected from social media, so I haven't watched like the video fully. I've seen. I seen. Clips. I saw the video. Um, I've seen the aftermath when he was laying in the hospital bed. Um, so I really can't like say too much about what happened in the video, but I just want to speak on on the officers and the city and everything that's going on. Oh, the officers were fired immediately, <laughs> bro. Like I don't know where to even lead with something like this because they were all black. Every single one of them was black. These are niggas that know better. <laughs> like, I'm just like, bro, and they beat the shit out of him. These are, these are niggas that when you see this happen to an unarmed black man by white people, you are outraged. Mm -hmm. When you see this happen to an unarmed black man by black men, you want to beat these niggas your fucking self. I mean, you want to do it even when they're white cops. Dog, it's on the t the type shit that. That's your brother. You kicking your like, you kicking your brother's ass in, and like this could happen to you. Yeah, and then it's just it just gets to a point where just like he was, he couldn't defend himself. Man, I saw the video. If you could just hear, dog, like they like he, he was out of his mind. If you could just, just hear beating him, down on him, screaming yeah. as they was beating him. Like even when he's when they're done, nobody's touching him, but he's been beaten so bad that he's just sitting down pain. screaming. Like screaming for his mom. Man, that shit is fucking fucking with me. Yeah, facts. Um and the fact that it was five black <clears throat> cops. And when I what I will say is this was the swiftest motherfucking arrest in police history because they were black cops. Of course. Um we they gave them video came out quick as shit too we, we gave them everything they wanted we gave the media and society everything they wanted um yep. that's the sad part that's what hurts the most because it's like oh look it happens with y'all too 
That's, uh, that's all they want. All in history they've ever wanted was some niggas to do this to a nigga so they can make us the example. Um, everything that you've seen in police brutality before, the game has completely changed now. I want y'all to know we thought things were going to change with um, Derek Chauvin and George Floyd, things like this. This is going to change things for sure. Um, and I'm not saying things are going to get better for the black community or things like this, but the the arrest and firing of these officers were so quick that moving forward, there is going to be absolutely no reason to do the same thing in any other instance. Yep. Um, they're going to throw the book at these niggas, though, mm-hmm. that, um, because because they're black and because it wasn't a white person. We can make the biggest example we need to make. Let's make an example out of these niggas on what happens when you you exercise your right or you exercise what is it um something force um whatever the police term is for excessive force that's what it is excessive force yeah. they exercise excessive force them niggas are getting life sentences they've been fired already yeah. most police officers like a Derek Chauvin or anyone else in the past they would have been on admin leave until the fucking sentencing. Right, and then like I said, the video, like we got this video quick. I believe this is all within the same month. I can't remember. Like I think this was January, early man, January. That shit happened. happened in days. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's just you hate to see that shit, regardless of who it is, just because it's a human being. But like we said, because they were black, man, it just it just hurting because we know the outcome. Like we just mentioned, like it's only gonna get worse. They're gonna paint the picture. The media's already doing it. It can happen to y'all too. This is exactly what they wanted. So. It's just frustrating to see that, man. Like you said, just coming from brothers. Five men, all black. And if you haven't seen the video, like I said, I haven't watched the whole thing, but the parts that I have seen, bro, he was defenseless, fam. Like, it's and, type they, sh- and they were beating him, like, to a pulp. It's the type of shit, like, they're kicking him. They One of them has him on the ground trying to get his hands behind his back. And as he's laying down on, like, laying down on the ground, they're screaming, get on the ground. That's the type shit when they shooting at a nigga and it's a white person shooting at him. What we saying is like, bro, you're telling him shit that he can't even do. You got him pressed down on the ground, telling him to get on the ground. He's on the ground. How do you want him on the ground? Right. Or you got your gun out and you like put your hands up. His hands are up. He not even doing that. Why I say, bro, he wasn't even a threat. He was scared for his life. More than anything, he was afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. That's the horrific part for it for me. Like, bro, he realized he wasn't fighting back, like, at all. He, and, c- he couldn't. And I'm not biased. That was an unarmed black man that was killed. I don't care if you white, brown, black, blue. Right, yeah. I want the same thing to happen to them niggas that happened to Derek Chauvin. Yeah. Or I'm not saying Derek or, or nah, fuck it. Them niggas, like, whatever he was up for, they getting first degree murder charges. Man, I'm sorry. Look at them niggas, yeah. bro. Throw them niggas away for life. Throw the book at them niggas, man. I'm like, that just is what it is. You can't do that shit, bro. And the thing about it is, all those five men have mothers. And they mothers, I because I got a black mama, are fucking ashamed sitting somewhere right now. Ashamed. They should be, like, them, them niggas should be ashamed of they fucking selves. And I hope they think about that shit every fucking day until they die. They, what's, Memphis? Okay, I was about to say, depending on the state... They might kill them niggas. <laughs> nah, Memphis, uh, that bitch is on fire, though. They going crazy. Protesting. 
the thing about it is what are we pro what are we protesting i don't know because in any other instance we'd be protesting because they have not arrested or fired those cops yet they have arrested fired and indicted them niggas and they did it all in a week days like you said because so we don't really have a i i, I love our people and i love that we're ready to get in them streets at any moment yeah but we don't there's nothing to really be protesting or rioting for at this point because the job they, they did their job swiftly no that's a great question because then it just leads you back to from the start even within the last two three years it was always because they weren't convicting the police officers. They weren't making enough noise, but they have in this case. So it's like, what are we really protesting for? Is it the police brutality? Is it the defund the police? Like, what is it? You know, because now, everything that we always argue about, we, we finally got it here. If we've organized protests, like you're saying, I and I haven't taken the time to go through Me the neither. Memphis protests, Me neither, flyers, right. things like that. Right. Maybe they are calling for a certain purpose that mm-hmm. we haven't read yet, mm-hmm. but... um. Nah, for me, it's like, okay, we got them. I agree with you. Like, let's just take it to the Eric Garner situation. Eric Garner was choked out on the street over a cigarette, a loose cigarette, one, or a one pack type shit. Mm. Um, and they never even indicted the nigga. I remember the night they came in on the news and they let us know they weren't going to indict that nigga. Nah, burn the city. Right. Burn the fucking city. But we're talking about a situation where... The video was posted immediately, like you said. They found the five niggas immediately, apprehended them niggas immediately, fired them immediately, and arrested and died. <laughs> yeah. Everything that we've wanted out of the justice system happened this time. Kind of odd, huh? Because they're all five black men. Not odd at all, brother. <laughs> oh, no, I know. <laughs> you see, I called you brother. The irony, should I say. Yeah, brother. <laughs> but, um... Just like I said, moving forward, they've put themselves in a position to where if if shit like this comes out, they have no other choice moving forward. You did it with blah, 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 blah. Damn, bro. I hate that shit. Yeah, I know. God, uh, God sent blessings and love to, to the family, friends and everyone around Tyree Nichols, everybody out in those streets protesting and uh, rioting blessings to you yeah. um be safe out there I, i'm a protester myself <clears throat> yeah um the shit can get thick but just you know stand tall stay stay true to yourself yeah man let's uh let's love on our people though it's black history month it um, is take it in whatever however you celebrate enjoy every day man i know we only get 28 days that give us the shortest month but you know how that goes but uh, no, nah, really, really uh, find your purpose within this month, man. Whether it's protesting, rioting, whether it's you know giving back, um, going to parades, festivals, whatever it is, uh, just really take it in and, and enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I have anything else. That's all I had, man. All right, man. That was episode two hundred and nine of the Rising Grind podcast. We're gonna get out of here. It's your boy Roderick. Yes, sir, Jakari, we out. All right. Yeah. Hey. Check. <laughs> yeah. Look.
I told her this a little tale by the nigga driving big wheels. At the video shoot, it's looking like tip drill. Chill up, be killed is the motto, cause this shit real. To be a millionaire, I always wonder how that shit feel. At the swap meet, but we still spending big bills. Watch out for the pothole, nigga, cause it gets ill. Other people money, yeah, we are eating shrimp still. Independent nigga, I just seen a house for 10 mil. Damn, this girl just left a number on my Windshield. Took her to the Dodger game, let her touch the infield I don't gotta call her every day and we friends still Just text a nigga when you try and get your limbs peeled Don't just think a nigga rap cause I been real I don't give a fuck if your nigga had 10 deals He still can't buy a Lamborghini, he's a weenie Tell him stay in this place before I get him erased What's his face? What's his face? You know, he rapper, what's his face, huh? They really stink up the place, <laughs> It's too fucking late, huh? These niggas trying to be me, it's too fucking late, Hey, I'm too fucking great, huh? Turn up the bass, Let me show you little niggas how to run a race, I told them I could beat you if I was running late, hey. I know some girls with tattoos that say come and play, so I come and play, Looking for closure every night of day. Oh. Summer's over. Been looking for closure every night of day. Feel I have no faith. Keep telling me lies, lies, lies. But I'm not surprised. Cause realize, realize the hidden agenda beside. From lames just to jump on paper planes Cause that's where the you change Guess that comes with the fame Oh no, oh no